No, just stop it. Thank you everyone for your patience. The DFM show is beginning now. Enjoy the show. And all right, we are live. Welcome to the Turd Fling Monkey Show. I'm your host, Turd Fling Monkey. Welcome to a post-Thanksgiving, post-Black Friday, post-whatever. We're all still sleeping off our itis. We're all fat with stuffing and turkey. Or if you don't live in America, it's just another day. Completely insignificant. Or if you're black, maybe your gut's filled with chillings. <laughs> oh, God. And, you know, it's it's up to you. I've I've tried some of that soul food. It, it's just no, nope. Not not eating entrails. That's uh, not unless I have to. Like if I was starving to death, sure, I, I'll eat entrails. Give me the give me some cow lips and some pig vaginas. Mmm, yummy. But unless I'm starving to death, I'm not eating that shit. That's like that stuff you put in cat food, and you know, that's what you feed animals. You don't feed people that shit. Right. Although I've never actually had that. I've never had chitlins before, never planned to or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, I don't plan on eating what the slaves had to eat. I'm I'm free now, so. I mean, God, how long ago was slavery? You fucking get over it, (laughs) Shogun. Like, fucking, what was that, 200 years ago? You 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 weren't even alive. No one you've ever met in your life was alive during slavery. It's almost well, as if uh, women are still complaining about wearing corsets or something. <laughs> right. It's like that. That's there, there's a point. You know, it's kind of like the whole like there's there's a point where we can now it's okay to make nine eleven jokes. There's a point where we need to let go of slavery and stop blaming it for everything. Well, honestly, they won't because there are those that ride that train because you know of more oppression. They get the victim well, points. Right, but all you got to do is stop. Stop like uh, letting it work like a child throwing a tantrum. If you want the tantrum to stop, all you have to do is stop rewarding it. As long as you keep rewarding the tantrum, they're going to keep throwing a tantrum. But if you stop rewarding the tantrum, they stop throwing the tantrum. So when when people when people want to talk about I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. When people want to talk about like, I'm just being kept down by the white man. I just can't get ahead. It's all this institutional racism. Everyone just needs to roll their eyes and tell them to fucking put down the crack pipe. Fucking, you like, cut your hair, pull your pants up, quit smoking crack, and get a fucking job. And then when they start crying, it just tell them to shut the fuck up. And then that's it. You, Stop rewarding the tantrum. You know what? And I'm right there with you. But the thing is, if I say it, I'm a coon. If oh, a white well, person yeah. said it, then they're racist. Yeah, they're racist, right. So you just, again, like, you just have to embrace it. Yeah, I mean, just, if... Like, if, all like, they, that's all they can do. All they can do is try to shame you. Like, basically, you tell them they're a piece of shit who fucking... The reason why you're poor is because you make bad decisions every day of your life. Simple, everyday decisions that keep you poor. And it's your own sorry. fucking fault. And when they call you a coon or a racist or anything, you just roll your eyes and be like, I don't fucking care what you think. I don't listen to fucking pieces of shit like you. I don't give a shit what you think. And then when they cry to the media, well, that's a, the problem is they like these dipshits always have someone else to cry to that will listen to their bullshit. The media is looking for a story to fit their narrative. Politicians want the victim narrative. So that's the problem. The problem isn't the stupid. Like, again, when children throw tantrums, and they turn out to be pieces of shit. It's not the children's fault. 
you don't blame a child for being a piece of shit. It's the parent's fault for allowing them to be a piece of shit. So when you have dumb pieces of shit who want to blame everyone else but themselves for their own problems, and they're being enabled by the government and by the media, I don't blame them. They, they, they truly are a victim. Just like the way a spoiled child is a victim of their shitty fucking parents who wouldn't crack the whip on their ass. These people who turn to a victim narrative to avoid responsibility are victims of the political and media class that feed that victim narrative to get views further their agenda or get elected. So that's, that's who the blame ultimately lies with. However, if you are in that victim class, if you are, you know, a guy who can't get a job because you're too busy smoking crack and what have you, uh, look, you're fucked. And all I can do is tell you to shape up because no one's going to give more of a shit about your life than you. So if you don't give a shit about your life, if all you want in life is someone to blame for your problems, but then you're just going to sit there and wallow in your poverty and bullshit then your life is going to always suck. You're always going to be poor. And that's not hurting me. Your poverty is not hurting me. So if you choose to be poor, if you choose to make poor decisions, I don't give a shit. And if you want to cry, you want to like, you know, if you want to take the streets and riot, I'm just going to fucking shoot you. I'm going to fucking deploy the rooftop Koreans. We're going to take your dumb ass out and the world will be a better place because no one fucking cares about you. If you don't care about yourself, especially if you're a man... No one else is going to give a shit about you either. So it behooves you to take responsibility for your shit and improve your life rather than simply looking for someone to blame and then wallowing in your own failure. Precisely. And if you look at now, because this, you know, when it comes to like the whole, whole racism thing, now go back to black people 50 years ago and then look at okay. them now. You, oh, one yeah. thing you'll see difference is that they are actually they're not fighting each other they're not trying to play the victim card they say hey this is unjust and we're and we're gonna march and we're gonna do something about it nowadays it's like give me free stuff give me section 8 housing uh welfare uh this and that dude well dude, that dude. was th oh hold on we got we already got a waifu alert shogun's right i've given up on trying to get my family yes tfm your waifus one quarter black to stop dwelling on a past they never had to endure and focus on the present and future that they can affect right now. The wolves roam, but the sheep graze. Okay. All right. Apparently, Celestina is one quarter black. I don't know what side. It's that on her white side or her Japanese side. Who knows? Um, anyway, um, the... God damn it. Celestina comments. I always lose my train of thought. Uh, oh, oh, 50 years ago, back during the civil rights era, uh, yeah. what fucked black up people up was the Great Society. That's what fucked black people up. And what's, fuck, what's really fucked up is because the Great Society happened around the same time as the Civil Rights Act, they get conflated together. So you start talking about black people before, like you say black people in the 50s had higher marriage rates and lower poverty and so on and so forth. People think that you're like denigrating the Civil Rights Act. But it's actually the welfare expansion known as the Great Society, which fucked black people up. But because it happened more or less around the same time, they, they get by stupid people who don't understand. The Civil Rights Act, in case you didn't know, was the, the repealing of Jim Crow laws. It wasn't to abolish race. You can't abolish racism. People have prejudices. You know, like uh, even babies. He's done studies that babies prefer other people who look closer to their parents than people who look not like their parents. 
And there's an obvious reason why. Even if a baby has no concept of what they are, they can see who their parents are and they know that their parents are the ones who feed them and clothe them and keep them safe. And so they're going to see an affinity with people who look like their parents. So if you're a white baby and you have white parents, you're going to associate care and protection with other people who look like your parents, i.e. white people. And you're going to see people who look nothing like your parents, like say black people, you're not going to associate them with care and protection because they don't look like your parents. This, this is cross all racial lines. All babies associate care and protection with their parents. Hey TFM, if we ever make contact with extraterrestrials, do you think they will be patriarchal? Uh, that is completely dependent on their how they reproduce. So if it's like, for example, if it's like the 40K orcs, they're an asexually reproducing species that reproduces via spores. Now they're incredibly masculine by how we would define it, but there's no females. So they're not technically a patriarchy because they don't reproduce sexually. They have no uh, sexual division. There's no females at all. Or you can have like some kind of insectoid race, like in Starship Troopers, that kind of works like a beehive or an ant colony, which has a very structured hierarchy ruled by effectively a queen. So they would be a matriarchal species. So it has everything to do with how that species reproduces. So humans, through whatever random chance of fate, is a sexually dimorphic species where size and strength favors the male and where the women are dependent on the males for survival. And in every single species which meets this criteria, they are naturally patriarchal because patriarchy keeps them alive. And the only exceptions are basically there's a very obvious reason why they aren't, like say bonobos, for example. Bonobos live in a very small pocket of the Congo. They're basically a subspecies of chimpanzee. They live in a very small pocket of the Congo where there's no predators. And so they, de they devolve. They didn't evolve because if you compare chimpanzees to bonobos, bonobos are smaller, weaker, and dumber. That's not evolution. They didn't even adapt to their environment. They basically devolved because they didn't have to evolve. They didn't have competition. They didn't have predators. So they basically sat there and got smaller, weaker, and dumber and became matriarchal because there were no predators to compete with. Meanwhile, chimpanzees had to compete, and so they remained patriarchal. Now, I judge things by their outcomes. Chimpanzees can, are flourishing over six countries. Bonobos are highly endangered and only live in one small pocket of the Congo where they're going extinct. And they basically have to be protected by scientists because on, in the wild, they, they die. They don't know how to defend themselves. They're an evolutionary dead end. So those of you who turn to the bonobos, it's like, oh, th that's the future. No, that's not the future. That's the opposite of the future. Bonobos show how matriarchy within a sexually dimorphic species does not work. It only works when you have a, it's kind of like the old saying, you know, good times create weak men and weak men create bad times and bad times create good men and all that, that old cycle thing. So the bonobos have lived in this pocket of the Congo where they've had good times and they've devolved into a matriarchal subspecies that's going extinct because they don't know how to defend themselves. And meanwhile, chimpanzees are growing and flourishing across six different countries because they know how to compete and they kept their pimp hands strong. I can't think of a better example. Like, it doesn't matter what your principles are. It doesn't matter if it's, it feels like the right thing to do. If it doesn't work, you shouldn't do it. And egalitarianism and matriarchy, and it doesn't work. It goes against human... Just like the same, the same way communism doesn't work because it's not congruent with human nature. 
egalitarianism doesn't work because it also is not congruent with human nature. Now, you can have egalitarianism between classes because classes are a social construct. The, the idea of a worker and a, a, a landowner and a political class and a, 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 you know, all these things are social constructs. There truly are social constructs. I don't want to basically throw out all social constructs because of feminism. Things like workers and roles, these are all social constructs. We can have egalitarianism between classes, between individuals, but clearly men and women are not equal. They never have been. They never will be. So egalitarianism between the sexes makes no sense at all. And it act, you see the consequences of this experiment, which we've had to give women these rights. And people thought a lot of men who were otherwise very intelligent, they projected onto women what they would do. And the problem is because you can't project onto women if you're a man because your brain doesn't work the same as their brain. And I'm not just I'm not exaggerating. This isn't a misogynistic thing to say. The female brain, the male brain are different. The the female brain is smaller, but it has a more developed frontal lobe. The male brain has more developed I can't remember the anterior lobes, I think. It's what has to do with spatial awareness and so forth. The brains are different. Now, you'll see all kinds of articles saying that there's, it's not that different. Oh, male and female brains aren't that different. And the way they define that is, oh, it's only like a 10% difference, guys. That's, that's nothing. No, 10% difference is fucking huge. Like, like the DNA difference between chimpanzees and humans is 2%. So a 10% difference is not insignificant. It's not like you just sweep a 10% difference under the rug. That is a significant difference. But I get all these yeah, people who don't want to admit, like, because if you admit men and women are biologically different, men and women think differently, they have biologically predetermined roles, which if you ignore them, you're going to destroy your society. If you admit that, you have to abandon all these institutions we've built for the last couple hundred years. And so the consequences of admitting the truth are just so dire. People would rather just bury their head in the sand, call me a misogynist and move on with their day. Do you have something to say, APOC? I was going to say that 10% makes an enormous difference if you consider the fact that, if you consider the dimension of time, consider the fact that that extra 10% over the course of the man's life is going to give him a 10% advantage every moment that he's awake, and that compounds over time. So it's actually a lot more than 10%. Um, I Yeah, I mean, if you look at... Well, yeah, if you look at... Interest. The reason, well, the reason I say that well, wait, the reason okay. I say that is because it's 10% more ability as expressed through the world over time. Right. So, well, if you look at uh, who invented everything, like if you Google female inventors, you'll find a whole bunch of articles talking about the 20 female inventors you've never heard of. And it's the same 20 women who invented the same 20 things. And some of them are complete bullshit. Like uh, what's her face? Yeah, Mary Curie. She didn't invent shit like the, the the hypothetical language she developed for charles babbage's machine it wasn't even used it wasn't the basis of anything no, that's, it was okay, you're well, actually you're, you're mixing her and lady ada up okay i'm sorry yes i'm, I'm mixing ada lovelace with uh mary curie so mary curie right. well, mary curie had the husband who did all the work who died and then she took credit yeah, for his work and then killed then killed herself uh, with radiation poisoning ada lovelace right. was the one who developed the hypothetical language for charles babbage's machine that didn't go anywhere and nobody used it as the basis of anything but because a, a woman made it she's credited as like the, the creator of computer programming 
Yeah, well, no, that, that's not true because the Antikythera device is thousands of years old and it was programmed and it was a computer. So, not true. Uh, you have a programming language know. named after her. I know. Well, okay, yeah, it, it's stupid. Actually, uh, the, the best video on the subject is Coltane. He does a really good video. I think he actually released it on International Women's Day. Just destroy, and he, like Coltane does a lot of research in his videos, and he did an excellent way just tearing apart this, this myth. But the, the point is, you hear about the same 20 women who invented the same 20 things, like a woman did invent Kevlar, a woman didn't invent the windshield wiper, uh, a woman invented, some woman in the Navy invented some programming language uh, that's kind of still in use today you know like but very small very specific well, things hetty hetty lamar hetty lamar invented um direct sequence spread spectrum algorithms that are used in were originally used in wi-fi and other security applications by the navy but yeah it's rare yeah well, but my point was think of the it's headley Oh, I, I don't know where that came from. Um, but <laughs> That's a movie take, reference. Take, take, all the, take all the stuff women invented, all, you know, dozen or so. Let, let's say, let's make it a hundred. Women invented a hundred things. I'm being very generous, by the way. Everything else that's ever been invented was invented by a man. Literally everything else. All the billions of things that make our lives livable to this day were invented by a man other than the hundred or so things that were invented by a woman. That is the difference 10% makes. It's, it's a, literally the difference of a hundred versus tens of millions. Yeah, right. What about the tampon a woman created that winds up causing cancer? <laughs> Okay, oh, well, are, right. are you going to fucking... Oh, yeah, well, if we're going to include shit like Jilly Juice and these scams that women come up with, sure, yeah. Uh, they, you know, I think they pro a woman probably invented rubbing crystals on her armpits and calling it deodorant. But, like, no, actual things that have merit, very rare. And then nowadays, what they do is they put women on teams of men, and then the woman gets all the credit for it in order to boost these STEM things for women... So you'll put a there'll be a woman on your team who won't do shit, and I've worked in enough teams with women to know they don't do shit. But then they'll get credit for it, uh, and then they'll get their name in lights, and they'll get their name on Wikipedia, and you'll be a footnote, even though you did all the work. Because women in STEM, women can do anything. It's all bullshit, and we we all know it's bullshit. We all know, but it's funny because uh, if you ask someone, just if you ask a random person. Are men and women equal? They will just instinctively say yes. They don't even think about it. They don't even consider whether that's true. They just parrot it. Hashtag thought audit. We reporting them hoes to the IRS. Tax me too. Cyrus Fee's thread on Twitter. Oh, see, I got perma banned from Twitter, so I can't. I can't go to Twitter anymore. I got a. They don't want me on Twitter. It's kind of fucked up. the The guy who reported me on Twitter, he's been trying to get me kicked off of YouTube. But as I explained before, I set all my old videos to age-restricted. So the threshold to getting a strike for an age-restricted video is extremely high. You basically have to upload copyrighted material or something illegal to get a strike for an age-restricted video. And it's completely unmonetizable. So I've taken all my old videos. I've made them age-restricted. I make nothing on them. The guy's reporting them anyway. So I'm getting emails every once in a while saying that this or that video has been put in limited state, which is... 
it, nothing happens to me. I don't get a strike or anything because it was already age restricted. So for the guy who's flagging all my videos, you're not you're not hurting me. I've already set all my videos to age restricted and I've already demonetized them. I don't care. I'm not making any money on this shit. Like my newer videos are all manually reviewed and my older videos are all demonetized and age restricted. So you can't do anything. If you if you report a video that's already been manually reviewed, it's already been manually reviewed. If there was something so heinous in it it was going to get me a strike, it would have gotten me a strike already. So, I mean, but whatever. You know what? If that makes you happy, if that is what brings joy and meaning to your life is to false flag my videos, if you think you're going to get your pee-pee touched, then then I want you to I want you to get your pee-pee touched. False flag my videos, please. Get that pee-pee touch. You you've earned it. I don't want you to go with an untouched pee, -pee your whole life. So if that, if that brings you happiness, there you go. Well, you're talking to these fucking guys, man. You know, I get, you know, the newest thing is, I know we're, we're switching gears, but one quick thing. I'm getting a lot of the, I know because it's, it's no fat November. Uh, this is like the big fucking incel TFL holiday where they all, they fucking come out to like fucking vegans and furries to spread the gospel. And, they go around talking about how uh, MIG Tower incels and TFM fucks dolls and he's an incel and he's a TFLer. And I, my, my, here's my response to all you TFL slash incel guys. What does the word involuntarily mean? Just I want you to tell me what the word involuntarily means. You can take all the time you need. Define the word involuntarily before you accuse me of being an incel or a TFLer. Oh, and for, for TFL, it stands for true forced loneliness. Okay, forced, it basically means the same thing as involuntary. Whether you're involuntarily celibate or whether you've been forced to be lonely, it's basically, you're, you're saying that it's not under your control. You're being forced to be lonely. You're being involuntarily celibate. So, you, the burden of proof is on you. I've had videos on my channel where I've told fucking groupies to get fucked. Cut, cutting the fucking hose loose. So you tell me how I'm involuntarily celibate or I've been forced to be lonely because I choose to have a waifu. Well, it's, you know what it is. It's, it's the people who are uh, saying that have such a, either they're women who can't imagine a man not wanting a woman or they're men who derive all their value from from women and so they can't process the idea that a man would be attractive and simply not want a woman well that's what well, i see, said the, okay. the video i did called incel inception which is right. I, I'm, I'm on like a movie trailer kind of kick like i did the porn identity and i did inception but in inception uh i talk about how the incel movement which is largely a creation of the media it was tfl and then it got transformed into the incel movement because of uh what's his name uh the fucking guy the, the guy who shot the incel. people and the guy who yeah. right but these people who okay they're a product of gynocentric thinking they're a product of blue pill thinking because right. and i've seen this from even supposedly red pilled men who say that um, i'm not masculine or i'm a loser because i have a, a sex doll waifu like I'm not a man unless I can get pussy. As if I can't get pussy. Like, the concept of being able to get pussy, but choosing a waifu over pussy is so foreign to them. Because to them, their identity is wrapped around pussy. Exactly. And now then, if you're, if you can get pussy, whether you're a PUA or whatever, fine. You know, you could at least indulge in that mindset. But if you're in the bottom, you know, like, 
the bottom percentage, the bottom tier of men, and you can't indulge because you're just, you don't have the status or the looks or the whatever, then you become bitter and angry. So you, there's two solutions to this problem. One, you can, I don't know, force women to fuck these guys who are at the bottom, which isn't going to happen, not in a gynocentric society anyway, or just tell these men, stop defining your humanity by your ability to get pussy. That Who fucking cares? And then just let go. And there's plenty of guys. And what's dumb is a lot of MGTOW are like divorced. They've been married. They've bred. And like, if you ask them, would you do it over again? They'd be like, fuck no. I would, if I go back in time and like tell my younger self to get a doll, I would. So you're telling guys who've been there, done that and would voluntarily change their life if they could, that they're involuntarily celibate or they're being forced to be. No, it's not true. Now, if you are involuntarily celibate, if you want to get laid and can't, or if you're being forced to be lonely because no one wants to touch your penis, okay, but so what? That that not all there is to life. There's so much more to life than pussy. And it's uh, even okay. worse than that because okay, there. I'm sorry. Okay, all guys, right, sorry, Shogun. Okay, we Do need we? to sober cat this. Yes. Okay. Because well, we have a lot of guests. Do we have a lot of guests? Well, yes, sir. We oh my good. Well, hold on. Wife, who gets the last word? TFM, this stream is really clear and smooth. Thanks. All right. Just like your vagina, Celestina. So clear and smooth. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a little overshare. I, I sh you know what? I shouldn't have said that. I'm going to fucking men in black everyone in the audience. You didn't hear me say that. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's bring on the first guest, I suppose. Okay. So... Our first guest, his name is Isaac DeCat, also known as Mrs. Oh, hold on. Why, another, another waifu Why do women drive the feminization of men when it's masculine men that make them wet? How do they square that circle? They're trying to get rid of what they're attracted to and all they'll be left with are soy boys that makes them dry as the Sahara. All right, yeah, th this is the fundamental disconnect between what women um, basically consciously want and what they biologically need. So if this expecting is, for women to make sense, you haven't been paying well, attention. Well, I can explain. No, I understand women. I can explain this. It's not going to make logical sense, but you have to accept this is how women think and how reality is to them. So um, think of it again. It makes so much more sense if you think of a child. Think of a spoiled child. When a spoiled child makes a demand, they are not lying. They don't really want you to discipline them. They really want the thing they're demanding, the thing that they're throwing themselves on the floor and crying over. They do truly want that. They're not like, it's not a shit test. They do want you to buy them the pony or buy them the toy or buy them the candy or let them stay up all night. They want those things. However, when you give in to their demands, they hate and resent you because biologically they need to be disciplined. It's like fucking Loki. They were made to be ruled. You as a parent need to be a parent. You as a man need to be a man. And when a parent disciplines their children out of love and sets restrictions on them, the children love and respect the parent. And when the parent lets them get away with everything, gives them everything they want, and gives into every petulant desire they want, the children hate and resent them. Think, think of like Veruca Salt from Willy Wonka, how she hated her parents. Her parents did nothing but give in to all of her demands. All she did was scream at them and yell at them and hit them and hate them. That's how spoiled children treat the very parents who give in to their demands. So let's, again, women are children. Let's take it all forward. Let's take it all home. Women do want 
all the things they're asking for. Just like that spoiled child does want all the things. However, the result, the end result is they resent and hate the very men who gave in to their demands. They desperately need, they don't consciously want to be disciplined. They don't consciously want to have the pimp hand applied to them, but they need it. In fact, there have been articles about these feminists who've admitted that, like, they will go out and protest and, you know, hashtag smash the patriarchy. But when they go home, they love it when their boyfriend pulls their hair, calls them a slut, fucking takes them from behind and just treats them like a whore. They love it. While at the same time, they fight to change the law to punish the very things that they like because they don't understand why they like it. They're children. This is why children shouldn't vote because children don't know what they need. They have no life experience. They have no responsibility. If you gave children voting rights, they would abolish homework. They would abolish brushing their teeth. They would make free candy mandatory. They would, you know, like it would be crazy times. And these children would not be prepared for the real world and everything would go to shit. And the only way to fix the system would be the parents would have to take the rights away from the children and restore order. Well, that's what's happened to us. Except instead of parents and children, it's men and women. We've given these children all these rights and they're fucking everything up and they're hurting themselves too. But they don't appreciate what's going on because they're children. So we, as the adults, have to do what's in their interests. And they will thank us. In fact, uh, I did a thing, I did a video called The Virgin Deception, where I look at uh, where they've studied the happiest countries on earth. And not based on some bullshit, like if you've seen these Scandinavian studies, which claim that Norway and Sweden are the happiest countries on earth, it's all based on socialist bullshit. When you actually ask people, are you happy? The countries which report the highest degree of happiness are Muslim countries. The number one country which reports the highest happiness is Indonesia and Saudi Arabia is number seven. So how are Muslim countries the happiest countries on earth? When women have far fewer rights than they do in Western countries. I, it's, it's, it's almost like they were made to be ruled. And they're happier. Just like that child who, when you tell them no, but they know that you love them and you know you're doing it because you care about them, they thank you and love you for it. Whereas if you give them to their demands, they hate and resent you. So for all you people who think, I hate women and blah, blah, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The truth is, women hate you. And their pussy gets dripping wet for guys like me. And when I'm vindicated by history, they will laugh in your face while they're fucking drinking up my semen. And they're, I'm going to look at you like, this could have been you, brah, but you're too busy worshiping their pussy. But I don't even care about that. I don't even care about that. I just Here's the thing. My goal is I value freedom above all. And I don't want to pray to Mecca. I will if I have to. I call that plan C. I don't want to. I would much prefer if Western men pulled their head out of their fucking asses and kept the West from collapsing. That's what I want. Guest time, sir. Guest time. All right. Okay. Right. Yeah, because one of our guests has a time restraint. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So with that being said, uh, Misanthropic Imperial, also known as Isaac DeCap, he's is coming on the show to tell us about a website he recently discovered where so much MGTOW content has been backed up, including the works of older content creators like CS MGTOW. Also on a side note, he needs advice about a current situation he's having with some thoughts at a school 
who attend who tend to annoy him by giggling and talking all the time and he's worried about potentially lashing out in a fit of anger okay so isaac you have the floor now go ahead and speak welcome to the show hello yeah um just want to say before i start if if i stumble over words or uh just it seems like my brain's shitting itself. It's like three AM over here. Here, I just thought I'll, I'll just fall off the warrant. I'm staying. Oh, I know. So, yeah. No, we've okay. talked before. For those of you who don't know, um, Isaac the cat, I guess, is his current moniker. He has a slight—I I know what you call it. Uh, you stutter a lot. Yes, but, I stutter a lot. Right, but so, but let's let's be respectful because he actually is a smart guy and he has a lot to say. So, but take all the time, think about your words. Don't get nervous. The floor is yours. Well, uh, thank, thank you for the compliment. And, um, also just because as, as I feel it's necessary to say this long time listener, first time caller, uh, yeah. So archive.org a couple of days ago, who, who I think about free. I was scrolling through Happy Humble Hermit's server, and, and I, yeah, he he posted a link to archive.org. Like uh, it was a link to um, yeah, archive.org details. MGTOWER's freedom. I saw the words MGTOWER's freedom, and I was like, wait, he t- is it possible that they back up video as well as websites? It's clicked on the link. Hink saw, oh shit! They've got like, a f- they've got an archive of the thumbnails, the pro- probably the descriptions, the videos. It's just like holy shit! They've got everything. Hink, so I I thought, okay, if they've got MGTOWER's freedom, what about CS MGTOWER? What about Spetsnaz? What about Truth Over Everything, Man, Woman, Myth, etc. Uh, I so I searched these people up. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, yeah, I find them. I, by, by the way, for reference, if anyone wants to know this, uh, Nico Chosky is also on there. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I look up all of these people. I find out how <laughs> they're on there, and I'm like, "Holy crap! This place is the one of the probably the biggest archive next to um, Zeitgeist Eaters project out there." How does no? How does so few people know about this? Like, you know, I know um, there was a guy. Speaking of archive.org, there was a guy. I don't know if this is still going on. He wanted the TFM show as an audio file to listen to on his whatever device. So he actually set up a script where it auto mirrors to archive.org as an audio file. Um, So, but I I don't know if that's. yeah, I don't know if that's automatic yeah. or if he's still doing that. I told him it, yeah, it's I'm, it's his and he can monetize it however he wants because I don't give a shit. It, and that's the last I've heard of it. Yeah, um, yeah, I I came across a a web page on archive.org. It's basically just called Turf Flinging Monkey. The account's called Turf Flinging Monkey. It would seem he has basically just been doing that all of this time. There's like twenty at minimum. In the nice. Moment, uh, yeah. There you go. So, yeah. All right. So archive.org has a lot of old MGTOW content that's been purged from YouTube. Now, my here's my only concern. 
um, I do have a legitimate concern about the content creators because let's say they took their content off of YouTube because of a doxing threat. Like I know Truth Over Everything, Dark Knight, and I think even Nico Chosky, CS MGTOW, they took their own content down because uh, their content was going to negatively affect their career. So the downside of, of finding this archive and preserving these videos is you're also preserving an avenue where these content creators can be doxxed and harassed, possibly even fired from their jobs because of videos they made years ago. And so while I appreciate the, the videos being preserved and the messages being shared, I, I don't want to hurt these guys. I mean, these guys made these videos to help men. I don't think we should if it's going to hurt their careers or negatively affect their life, I don't think we should, we should be preserving this if it's going to harm them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can completely understand that in that. And honestly, he, like on the one hand there's yeah, I mean, these guys have done a lot for the community and quite frankly, they don't deserve to be fucked over because of it. Right. Wait, wait am, am I still talking? Yeah, you're still you're still talking. Don't worry. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought I, I thought I cut out for a second. Yeah, <laughs> like these guys have done a lot for the community. They've done a lot of good work. Okay, they've helped out a lot of men. Hin, mm -hmm. But if it's gonna negatively impact them, if um, if it, if this can fuck them over and bite them in the ass, like right now, uh, how do we deal so. With that? Well, we, we have to reach out to the, the people if we can. So I've heard yeah. some reports that Spetsnaz, like cause, uh, the original report was Spetsnaz's channel was, was deleted. Now, I've also heard Marcus's channel has been deleted. So there might be a case where YouTube is deleting dormant MGTOW channels because they haven't uploaded in a while and no one will say anything. I don't know if that's true or not because someone showed me a screenshot where it looks like Spetsnaz deleted his own channel. But I don't know if that's a form because like, sometimes you just it'll just say, oh, this user has deleted his channel. But maybe he didn't. Maybe YouTube did. I don't know. It hasn't been confirmed either way. But if the what? content creator deleted their own content because they had a reason to delete their content, then we should respect that. Uh, now, if the content creator has been gone and has completely ghosted like a razor blade candy, he hasn't made shit in years and he hasn't he, there hasn't been a peep from him. I don't even know if he's still alive. So in lieu of, I would say Razorblade Candy would be an example of a, a channel that I would preserve unless I heard something differently. But I know for a fact, Truth Over Everything, Nico Chosky, Dark Knight, CS MGTOW, they took their channels down for specific reasons. And so I wouldn't, if you want to preserve that for your own records and you want to have those videos for yourself, that's fine. But if there is a public thing, I, I would take that down because they... I don't want their careers being affected. I don't want their lives being negatively impacted because if they chose to remove their content, that was their right. It's their content. We should respect that because it, and if we did, if we do care about these content creators because they made a, a positive impact on our lives, we shouldn't then negatively impact their lives, even if it's out of respect. Yeah. Also, um, just, <laughs> I hear what you're saying and I'm, I don't disagree with it at all. The whole, 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 the um, just when you said groundwork for the metaphysics of MGTOW is gone, yeah, I just searched this channel up. He's still there. He's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so there you go. So I'm getting, a, I'm getting a lot of fake news. So I apologize. Okay. Um, I think we've, I think we've covered this topic. So the second okay. topic, the second topic you had was about people harassing you at school, and you wanted to know how to avoid exploding at them and causing a scene. 
yeah. Okay, so yeah. there right. are yeah, there are four chicks in the class, all mm -hmm. like eighteen to twenty. Right. Are you a minor? Is... Are you in college? Um, or are you a minor? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm like seventeen. Okay. All right. So just fucking ignore it. Uh, you you yeah. you can't do anything if if you're in school. You're stuck in school. You can't even like if you try to skip school, you're gonna get arrested for truancy. So unfortunately, the government owns your ass. So you're gonna have to just sit down, shut up, get your grade, and get the fuck out. Once you go to college, yep. go go to college online, and go to college in the evening. Uh, uh, because okay, okay, okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think there's a bit of miscommunication here. Okay. Here. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Here. Uh, in the UK, you have to leave leave high school at like sixteen. And either do an apprenticeship, a traineeship, or go to college until you're 18. And okay. Like, that, that, that's paid okay. For by okay. The so, are you in college? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in okay. College. Do you have the option to go to college online or in the evening, or do you have to go to no. this? Okay. So you're basically in high school. It's called college, but it's basically in, it's it's high school plus. It's high school DLC. All right. So you're still in high school. You're gonna have to just shut the fuck up because yeah. the government owns you. Now, once you actually get away from the government system and you have control over how you go to college or how you educate yourself, you can then choose to go to college online or in the evening. Evening classes are good because evening classes tend to be done by people in like their 30s who are going back to school after having a career and realizing they need additional education. They are not there to fuck around. They have a, they have a career. They, they need to get these good grades. They're focusing on getting good grades to further their education and, and make more money. They don't have time for petty bullshit and fucking you know, chitter-chatter and drama. They're just trying to get a good grade. So going to college in the evening is good. Going to college online is good. But you don't have that option. You're stuck in the government system. You have There's nothing you can do. The government owns you. You have no freedom to change your circumstance. You're where the government put you, and you can't leave. So just... Buckle down, tune them out. Uh, if you want, like, if you want them to, uh, if they're just talking shit about you, fucking ignore them. People, okay. people are gonna talk shit about you. Who fucking cares? If they're disrupting you and you can't hear the the teacher or it's it's whatever, uh, let the teacher know. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Uh, there's a lot of chatter going on over here, and I can't hear what you're saying. Can you speak up, or can you do something about all this and start waving your hand at them? If you're trying to study on your own and these women are talking and they're disrupting your study time buy some headphones and play some music while you study yeah so there's all okay, okay. unless they're assaulting you if they're assaulting you that's a whole another story but if they're just talking shit and being annoying tune them out let someone know that they're disrupting your ability to learn or buy headphones those are my, that's my advice yeah okay yeah i have um there are <laughs> There are two other, other points I so okay. I'd right. like to make. However, have a, okay, a, keeping note of time. What one of them is regarding having, uh, learning, learning and developing skills, a greater understanding of life, etc. And um, the other is basically, I've been talking to a guy on, like I've been talking to Happy Humble Hermit and a guy on the Discord called Server. We've okay. kind of been backing up and archiving being MGTOW content. And, and, okay. uh, like, server has like 400 gigabytes of stuff downloaded so far. Right. Okay. I've we've already talked gigabyte. about that. So, what's your point? Okay. 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 Yeah. So, um, I've created a, he did a backup channel and all, all I've been uploading stuff. 
Happy Humble Hermit has also been doing this. So, yeah. Okay. If, there you go. If these channels, if these channels ever get taken down, the, there's a yeah, just there's another. Well, for you. here's here, here's what I would make sure you do this. You need yeah. to go to BitChute, and you need to link your YouTube channel to your BitChute channel. Done. Right. Or, so when you yeah. as you upload I, I, as you upload videos, they automatically mirror to BitChute. However, there's one exception. If there's copyrighted music in the video, it will not mirror to BitChute because unlike YouTube, these other alternative channels don't have like a content ID system. There's no revenue to split. So it's simply against their terms of service to upload copyrighted material. So if a video uses copyrighted music, it won't mirror to BitChute. But as long as it doesn't use copyrighted music, it should mirror to BitChute fine. Um, and once it's on BitChute, if YouTube takes a channel down, no one fucking cares because it's already backed up on BitChute. Yeah. Okay. The last point I wanted to make was um, I think of groundwork for the metaphysics of MGTOW's purpose, Coltane's purpose, Coterie's purpose, etc. The purpose they've given their own lives is to learn, develop skills, and the greater understanding of the world around them, like how Marcus does his philosophy videos. The way of life, that way of life is one of the only things that's ever brought me happiness, joy, etc., whilst also empowering me. My reason to okay. learn and develop, develop skills is self-improvement and pre preparation for various scenarios like the collapse, thinking, fixing pipes and, and plumbing systems, etc., being able to use Linux to accomplish okay. goals and tasks with greater ease. It, <laughs> it's one of the only things that's ever made me happy whilst well, being useful. Okay. Um, you you mentioned it. You, yeah, I've talked to you about this before via DMs, and you've said it like, to what end are you doing this? It's not just yeah, I'm I'm doing it for so because it makes me happy and and well. It's okay, useful. all right, I'm gonna stop you. Let me let me stop you there, Chief. All right, so um, knowledge for its own sake is useless. It it may give you pleasure to learn something new, okay, um, but. And there has to be a purpose, like money. Like, earning money is pleasurable. I like looking at my bank account and seeing all those zeros. But by itself, money has is useless. Its only use is potential. You have to use that money for something for it to serve a purpose. Uh, same thing with knowledge. Knowledge for its own sake is useless. It's just mental masturbation. Now, you may get joy from it in the same way someone finds joy in accumulating wealth. But you'll ultimately find... That life is meaningless unless there is some goal at the end of that accumulation, regardless of what it is. So here's something I've noticed. The reason why a lot of guys, they say that once they went MGTOW, once they took the red pill, once they realized um, being a father and a husband wasn't in the cards for them, they lost their motivation to, to go to work. They lost their motivation to go to college. They lost their motivation to, to make money and improve themselves because their goal, the, the, the thing at the end of that path was a woman, was a family. They were going to school to get a job to make money to support a family. They were going to the gym to work out, to look good, to attract a woman, to create a family. Once you remove the woman and the family from that equation, they no longer had a goal. There was no thing at the end of that path to motivate them. So the accumulation of wealth was meaningless. The, uh, the bettering of their bodies through exercise and weightlifting was meaningless. Because without a woman, without a family, there was no point. So my, what I would tell you to do is you need to make sure that you have a goal. You may find some joy and pleasure, but joy and pleasure are not goals. I mean, doing drugs feels good. 
But I think most people would agree living your life just to do drugs is probably not going to end well for you. So the pursuit of pleasure for its own sake is always going to lead to an unfulfilling, possibly even shortened life. You need to have a goal which you use whatever you're accumulating to accomplish something. And if once you remove the woman and the family, that's, that's, that's you have to have something to... That's basically, okay. that's basically what I've been doing. I've had like specific goals in mind. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So that's what you need to do. And, uh, but I, you're not the only person I've talked to about this. A lot of people have asked me, you know, well, what should I do? Uh, what should my purpose be? I'm like, bro, I can't tell you that. That's something you have to figure out for yourself. I can't tell you what your purpose is in the same way. I can't tell you what what kind of sex doll you should buy at the dollhouse? Our sponsor, by the way, shout out to Phil. Um, but you have to go to the dollhouse. You got to pick out your own waifu, just like you have to take that that mental journey in your own head, and you need to think about what your own meaning and purpose is going to be. I can't tell you what that is. I can I can show off my waifu and show you what I've chosen, but that doesn't going that's not going to mean anything to you. So I know I'm making a really sloppy analogy. But um, that's kind of the same thing. You you have to figure this shit out for yourself. I can't help you. I can be. I can kind of lead by example, I suppose. But that's about it. Okay. Also, pretty much the very last thing I wanted wanted to say, he was um. Over the years, I've had over the years, I've had kind of like shower thoughts that have came him to me. I occasionally think about think about stuff and try to theorize. One of the okay. theories. Yeah, um, you you, rem you remember your whole uh, soft pa the um, life soft, history yeah. cycle right. thing, right? Yeah, like the soft patriarchy to feminism and feminism to hard patriarchy thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So, who, who? As we all know, who the quote is is a good, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create mm -hmm. weak men, right. and weak men create hard times. Now, hell, 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 I'm. I'm just gonna read off the off the theory. Oh, he, he oh God! It, 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 All right. Don't, don't, it, it's it, it's not like five minutes. Trust me, it's like a minute also. Can I? Okay. I'm gonna get a drink. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, during a hard patriarchy and the and the transition to a soft patriarchy, the strong survive and the women reproduce with them via harems and other such methods. The cucks, manginas, white knights, the weak die in large numbers. Eventually, once resource and population stability is achieved, the weak start to rise in number again. Eventually, as the society is able to generate an adequate slash abundant amount of resources, loss of fear is achieved and the weak become the majority of the population. Sorry if I'm boring the crap out of anyone by anyone with this, by the way. Uh, I could have explained yeah. it. I mean, I'm the one who created the theory if you wanted me to explain yeah, yeah. it. But... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Basically, to cut, to cut this short... Hard to, my theory is is hard times last longer than in, in good times because um the longer the hard times are the more evolutionary progress that's made and um if the good times lasted longer so assuming there's ten years of hard times and ten years of good times hims hims okay hundred okay. years oh, of hard times all right what I know you have a speech impediment, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to work with it. What is the point of what you're trying to say? 
Can you? Um, the, I, I want you to. I want you to summarize it in 150 characters. The point is, his hard time seems last longer and go to advance evolution. Um. Okay. Uh, honestly, it, it, it's not. It's there's no time constraint. A hard time can last a thousand years, or a, a time of plenty can last a thousand years. It's re there's really no. Basically, the thing is, how do you control? Because here's the problem. Here, the reason why weak men create bad times is because as your society becomes advanced, uh, your standards of living are raised. And the people who would normally be weeded out in a more primitive society are allowed to endure. However, they're still losers. They're weak, they're dumb, whatever. They have biological shit wrong with them. They weren't dealt a good hand genetically. So even though they're not dead because you live in an advanced society with advanced medical care and so forth, they're still losers. And they can't win. Ca capitalism, for example, is based on competition. And when you're dealt a shitty genetic hand, you can't win. Now, as that population continues to grow and becomes a larger and larger segment of the population, uh, they start complaining. They start demanding change because they can't compete. And it's not because, you know, maybe it's they make poor choices, but most of the time it's they're just not able to compete anyway. And they don't want to accept that they're just losers and they'll never win. So they, they want to flip the table. They want to create a system where they win. Now, here's the key. Even if that system doesn't work, this is why trying to explain to a communist communism doesn't work, doesn't change their mind. They don't care that it doesn't work. In fact, they probably know it doesn't work, but it's the right thing to do. And why is it the right thing to do? Because it allows them to win. Because look at it from their perspective. If they never impose communism, they will always be a loser and they will always lose forever. If they impose communism, sure, the country might collapse. A lot of people might starve to death. But there's a, there's a couple good years. I mean, look at Chavez. Before Venezuela completely shit the bed, Chavez was being praised. There's a good 10, 15 years where everybody, was, everybody loved it. Everyone was saying Venezuela was a model for the world. People were bragging about how great Venezuela was. These losers had some good years. So when you're a loser, are you going to accept a lifetime of being a loser just for the sake of a society that you don't give a shit about anyway? Or are you going to say, fuck this society, I'm going to flip the table, I'm going to have a couple good years, and yeah, sure, the society will collapse, we're all going to eat garbage and kill ourselves, but I'll have some good years before that. that that's, you know, it's better than nothing. So I don't blame them for why they destroyed the society, but what what can you do about it? Here's the thing. Uh, traditionally and historically, the the non-losers have always been outnumbered. It takes more. To, it, it's a basically statistically, there's always going to be more losers than winners. So losers have always had a numerical advantage. So what do you do if you're a winner when the losers come demanding to flip the table and fuck society because they want free shit and they don't care if it doesn't work. They don't care if it's going to lead to collapse and starvation. They want their shit. What do you do? You have two options. You can give in to the demands or you can grease them. Unfortunately, historically, greasing them was not an option because of the severe numerical advantages. Uh, I mean, look at the French Revolution. Look at pretty much all these revolutions. They're just, when you're outnumbered that heavily, you have to give in to their demands or they'll simply overrun you, kill you. And look how quickly the French Revolution went to complete shit.
like they beheaded everyone and then they started killing each other and then when fucking napoleon showed up and declared himself emperor the people were like oh thank god someone's here to restore order so they went from like a monarchy to a democracy to anarchy to an empire very quickly very quickly and i think france has had fucking dozens of uh different constitutions too daddy how long until the irs stops taxing letting people report the thoughts sorry if you covered this already just started listening oh we haven't talked about the irs thought reporting it's pretty funny um but anyway let me just finish this thought so the guest can get on his way and then we'll cover the uh the twitch thought irs thing but anyway so traditionally the losers have always outnumbered the winners and so the winners better to give in to their demands and create a soft gradual decline than to tell them to fuck themselves causing a revolution and then having a very rapid violent bloody decline like the french revolution now there's something there's, there's something new in the air it's called robots because now the now the rich now the winners can create robot armies and so when the fucking losers show up with their fucking, you know, their Antifa hoods and their Molotov cocktails, we can just deploy Ed 209 robots and fucking mow them down like trees. Oh, I will, I will seriously, I will seriously drop my pants and furiously masturbate on that day. That will be a glorious day. I, I will cry. I will cry. I will cry and I will use my tears as lube. That's how great of a day that will be when the Ed 209s grease the commies and we don't have to give in to their bullshit ever again. Anyway, that's those are my thoughts. Okay, and with that being said, um, so we're gonna have to move on because we have to get to the next guest here. This is the okay. one that has the time constraint. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, let me let me let me respect the waifu question. So, for those of you who don't know, the uh, <laughs> these Twitch thoughts that get shit tons of donations on Twitch, like thousands of dollars, all these thirsty cucks throwing money at them uh, and also i guess some of them are selling their used panties to these thirsty cucks and they got the these girls are making like six figures on patreon just patreon no not even the donation just not even selling their used panties just the patreon donations alone like if you go to my patreon my highest tier that isn't a joke tier is ten dollars a month because I think that's a lot of money. I think that's that's a fair amount of money. Some of these fucking women on, on Twitch and shit, it's like $100 a month, and they'll talk to you. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, you're just some bitch on YouTube. I don't give a fuck. You're not even that hot. Fucking my wife who's hotter than you, and fucking... I can fuck her whenever I want. Why the fuck would I buy your used panties? Anyway, but here's the key. So these women... Uh, because you're not an employee. You don't get a W-2 from PayPal or Patreon. So these women were not reporting their income. They were just pocketing it because, of course, they were. And so someone, I guess, reported some big uh, Twitch thought to the IRS, and she's being audited. And, yeah, she's gonna she's not going to have a Merry Christmas. And, yeah, so, and all these white knights were like, oh, you're a piece of shit. You, you reported this poor girl to the IRS. Look, she's, she's committing tax fraud. Stop being a fucking what you goddamn pay piggy piece of shit. St fucking take your fedora off. Have some self-reflection for one second. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. You're defending a criminal who's committing tax evasion who will never, never touch your penis. Ever. If you were the last man on earth 
and she was the last woman on earth and the future of the human race depended on you having sex with her, she still wouldn't have sex with you. That's how unimpressed by your tiny, infinitesimal, pay piggy penis she is. You will never have sex with her. Stop white knighting for her, you goddamn thirsty bitch. Anyway, let's bring on the next guest. Okay, so, um, okay, let me pull up the notes. Okay, because our, our next guest is going to be uh, Prince Eugene. Um, um, he was a previous guest on the show. He has been with us before. And I think you guys may um, appreciate Okay, Prince Eugene. The name doesn't ring a bell, but let's see what happens. Yeah, sorry about the lack of music. I actually totally forgot to load the music bot. Womp womp. Okay, sorry about that. Just I was engaging multiple people at once here. So All anyway, right. so here's the description here. Uh, Prince Eugene, he found you uh, through the Red Man Group. Long story oh. short, he used to be one of those guys who paid PUAs to coach him on how to get laid, but not anymore. <laughs> and he's here to tell nice. the, the why, how, what, and when. You know, I what's funny is I have a lot of respect for Rolo. And when I went on his podcast, he was great. It was like I was actually surprised at the level of fucking ass hurt from these so-called red pill men who got so goddamn triggered because I have a waifu. But, uh, yeah, it was great. And I like how people have actually discovered me and discovered MGTOW through that. So, And actually, DDJ was on their podcast the other week. So check that out if you haven't checked it out already. Hi, uh, my life. You you are yes, you on are. the show. Welcome. Yes. Sorry, I oh, forgot to you. announce that you're on. To you. Um. So just a quick note. Um. My name is Prince Eugen. It's just the German pronunciation. It's, um. It was a German heavy cruiser in World War II. It's like one of my favorite ships on the big history book. Okay. So that's my name. I'm gonna turn you. I'm gonna turn you up just a bit. I don't know why everyone's so quiet today. Yeah, I've I have turned, to. I've, I've turned you up because I'm at. I'm at home. Oh on, no! Um, I've turned. I've turned. I've turned. You're fine. I've just I've turned you up in Discord, so you're fine. Oh, okay. Anyway, and then, okay. Um, quick, just a quick thing. The namesake of the ship is a famous, um, famous prince aristocrat from um, originally from France that served in the Austrian army. He was one of the best Austrian generals of all time, and he was a bachelor. So that's just where the namesake comes from. So <clears throat> about my experiences. Okay. So obviously, like was announced, I found you through the Red Man Group. Um, and then I binged all of your 420s and all of your TFM shows at work. So that was really not, but no, not the sex tour reviews. That's my best work. I actually have been coming around to that as a, the, the spinning robot pussy was definitely enlightening. I, it was, it's life changing. If you haven't, if you haven't had a spinning robot pussy, you don't know what you're missing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm letting that, you know, it's definitely on the table so we'll see all right okay so just out of curiosity you said that you actually used to kind of be a paying puas out of curiosity uh, if you can ballpark it how much money have you spent on like pua seminars and coaching and shit like that over the course of your life okay so i went on one i went to one official quote quote boot camp or what have you from a former rsd guy and that was in um that was in new york city which is important because it's one of the it's 
think it's the largest city on the East Coast. So it's got a metropolitan area of 11 million people. So I figured that it would be like the night scene would be hopping and it would be a good, um, a good experience. So how much, hold on, you, you avoided the question. How much did you spend? Okay, so let's break it down. So I spent 1500 for a week-long course in New York City, right? And then right. I don't live there, so I had to fly there. So it was another three hundred for for a plane for a round trip plane ticket, and then mm-hmm. it was around two grand for a hotel. And then so we're I had up to, to pay for and food. So we're we're so pushing we're five th- grand, a little over five thousand total. Jesus Christ! Woo, lad. Okay, did you? Okay, yeah, so you spent five grand. So what? How dry was your penis after you spent five grand? Pretty fucking dry, my dude. <laughs> he had blue Ooh. balls to, to, yeah, that, add to that's, blue ball. yeah that's a Ric Flair woo <laughs> woo lad <laughs> well there you go what I have I give freely in fact we're giving away um, we got to our sponsor Fond Love we're going to be giving away a uh a, a torso like a doggy style ass and pussy um it, uh, it pairs if you go to my discord server there's a picture of it in the announcements it basically is just the portion of the doll of the ass and the pussy so you can flip it around it, it pairs very well with an anime body pillow so if you have an anime waifu you can take this kind of little torso ass and you can pair it with your anime pillow hold on i bought the binoculars you were selling couldn't fuck them though i tried but seriously, I'm seeing a lot more people from the Pua community come around to MGTAW. It's a shame that they got to talk shit on their way. Uh, you know, what killed, honestly, what killed PUA was Yes Means Yes and Me Too. Uh, there was, I want to say November 2017, probably about a year ago, there were three PUAs that got arrested for rape because they fucked a chick or whatever and they wrote about it on like a PUA blog and the chick found out about it and accused them all of rape and they were arrested and when that happened I said that's the end of PUA PUA's dead I mean how can you like basically you you win quote unquote you uh you get the pussy and then you get accused of rape the next day because oh it, the number one reason why women lie about rape is because they don't want the reputation of being a slut so when you've successfully game a chick, um, if she finds out that you're bragging to people about it, it makes her feel like a whore, she's going to accuse you of rape. Because, you know, there's no shame in being a rape victim, but there is shame in being a slut. So that's, that's what killed PUA. It wasn't MGTOW. It wasn't like a, a video I did that convinced them to stop worshiping pussy. It's just guys getting arrested for rape. That's, a, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's not a seminar for that. You're not going to be a fucking out alpha the judge. You know, whip out your fucking alpha cock and impress the judge about how thick your dick is when you're you're in court for rape. See how far that gets you. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, guest. Go ahead. All right, so I figured that I would just give some context as to what drove me to actually throw money at the course and then just and I just summarized the course and my experiences in New York. For okay. That. Shouldn't take too long. Oh, oh, okay. There we go. All right. Yeah. So, man, we need like an intro, like a sex in the city type of some, like some kind of intro, some kind of yeah, voiceover. Theme music. There I was. 
Or, you know, uh, someone actually paid me. Like, the last week, a guy gave me a big donation to watch The Great Gatsby, the Leonardo DiCaprio version. Just so you know, if you've seen the Robert Redford version, it's the same goddamn movie. I told him, oh, I saw the Redford version. I, I know what happens. He's like, oh, no, you got to check out the Leonardo DiCaprio version. It's the same movie. It just has, like, higher production value. But it's the, the same Redford, story. I the Redford version was better. I, uh, they were both good. Um, but, it, like, it's the same story. If you've seen it, you've seen it. You don't need to watch both versions. But anyway, yeah. I, but you know how in the in the Great Gatsby, there's a lot of, like, uh, voiceover and stuff like that? That's what we need. We need, like, a nice, like, na- we need a narrator to set the scene. So on the year 2015, I was just a young man in New York trying to get his dick wet. And so I approached the PUA coach. And then there's like a like a big panning shot of New York. And there's like some jazz music playing. Then it says like cuck in the city. There's like a little it fades in. You know? In my brain. It's, cri- it's crystal clear. It's crystal clear in here. I just don't have the money or the budget to implement that. Anyway, just go ahead and tell your story. I'm going to drink. I'm drinking a Diet uh, Pepsi Wild Cherry, by the way, for those of you who are curious. All right, so, um, where where do I start? So I've been on the take I've been on the take women's rights away train. Funnily enough, since I was fourteen, I just like never really found anybody else that was like minded until I found yourself, and then you gave me a lot of articulated arguments to go off of that. So I was always like, whenever I get like upset or pissed off, I'd always tell my dad like, you know, fuck, you know, fuck. If women just didn't vote, we'd be fine. That's the problem. Blah 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 blah. So, yep, true that. Yeah. So all right. So um, no, let's, let's start at New York. So you went to New York. You went to this. Uh, you went to this coach. Now, why did you? I guess did you just buy their bullshit? They you thought that they had the secret to get laid. Not so much the secret to get laid, but I mean, I I did want to get laid. I had actually oh. I had lost my virginity before, like earlier that year, but. It was just with a girl that made it too easy, and she wasn't really that hot, so I kind of felt bad about it. Oh, was, was it at, was it at like a party? Pick up something. I was no, was it, it was like off, a... it was off of Tinder. She just made it mm. too easy, and I was just looking to get my dick wet. Like she did all the work. Oh man! So you never had like a like a high school girlfriend or anything like that. It was just no. You lost your virginity to a Tinder slut, and then you went to PUA. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I felt pretty bad about it. Mm. I'll drink to that. So I was just like lied to my whole life by my my dad. He was like, "Oh, you know, girls will they'll come around eventually." And I was in middle school and then high school. Oh, they'll come around, and then in college, oh, they'll come around. Don't worry. And it's like it's just it's a bunch of bullshit. Well, no, so, they do. They come around around thirty five, uh, because they're they start to get old and ugly, and their womb is drying up, and uh, no one wants to marry them because they're the village bicycle, and that's when they look for guys like you. They're like, I need a good man who will take care of me and won't judge me by my past. And that's that's when they come around uh, and they'll they'll marry you and they'll treat you like shit. And they'll remind you about all the boyfriends they've had with bigger dicks than you and how like they wish they could go back to that and how you're a disappointment. And then they'll cheat on you and take your money. Probably cuck you with another man's kid, too. Yeah, it's a bright future, for sure. <laughs> yep, there's only two ways out of that. Fucking suck, start a shotgun, or Robert Paulson your way through. So, so I, get to, I get to New York, and I'm just 
and I meet up with these guys. And so it's about right. it's about fifteen guys total, um, quote unquote students. About ten of them are um, like younger guys like me. But they, were, were, were they in, were they Indian? Were they Indian? No. Well, there were there's actually a few Asians there. Like five or six of them were Asian, and then the rest of them were just like normal white dudes. And okay. then there's like five other guys, and they range from their late twenties to their early forties. So that was that was a bit interesting. Hmm. <laughs> so the first night, they they take us out, quote unquote, night gaming to this bar, and it's this like rooftop hotel bar, and there's just like there's like nobody there, and this is a, I mean it was like a Tuesday night or whatever, but there's like no one there, and so that night was kind of a waste. And then the next day, they're like, okay, we're gonna go day gaming now. And that's awkward as fuck, dude. I don't. That just after a while, I just kind of got uncomfortable about it because, especially with if yes means yes, and then in France they're starting to really broaden their interpretation of harassment to incorporate. Oh yeah. Oh for the, yeah. For those of you who don't know, by the way, harassment is when you flirt with a woman and you're below her standards. It is now a crime in I, yeah France. Uh, I want to say there's a place in the UK, Nottinghamshire. It is a is a crime. To flirt with a woman if you're below her standards. Now, of course, you don't know if you're below her standards until you flirt with her. So there's actually been articles. It was funny. There was an article several months ago announcing the new law where they were outlawing harassment of women. And then a couple months later, there's an article saying that nobody's flirting with anyone and the dating scene is dead. And women are wondering why men won't ask them out. And it's like... It's like... What did you think would happen? I mean, you look at guys like Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, fucking Superman. He's like, nope. Fucking nope. And, and then he, you lost know, his, he lost his role for it. He lost yeah, he he, Superman. Right. Uh, yeah, he got fired from Superman for that shit. He dared speak the truth. It's fucking bullshit, man. But yeah, it's, it's funny. But so and women freely admit this. You what? I just want to make a quick comment. The thing okay. that people also realize is that these studs guys who are like Henry Cavill in some sense have it much worse than the average guy because they really don't know who to trust. They really don't because they're, they're a commodity. So, yeah. you know, the, the act is in full force, full force uh, when they're, they're, you know, trying to get with someone. It's even worse for guys like that in some sense. Right. Well, yeah, in some ways, I mean, on the plus side, yeah, women are throwing their pussy at you on the downside. Most of the women throwing their pussy at you are trying to get pregnant so they can sue the shit out of you for child support because they know you have millions of dollars and they're hoping to get a massive pay. Like these sports stars, these like basketball players and shit, these women will throw their pussy at them while they're ovulating. And then these basketball players have to pay millions of dollars in child support because it's based on his income. So think about it from the woman's perspective. She is just some broke fucking thought from Section 8 housing who fucking shops at like fucking like the food bank. And then she fucks some basketball player, had his kid, and now she gets tens of thousands of dollars a month in child support because of his basketball player income. That's that's a better career. That is a better payday than a college degree. Like fucking some celebrity and getting pregnant is going to pay off more than going to college. That's how fucked the system is. So when, when you're, like, to APOC's point, if you're a desirable man, if you're a Henry Cavill, if you're a basketball player or something like that, you got to be really careful. Yeah, women are throwing their pussy at you, but it's not because they like you or because they actually want to have sex with you. They're, they're predators. They're trying to, you know, 
they're trying to get you to, to get you pregnant, get themselves pregnant by you, so they don't have to work. You're basically their equivalent of a college degree. And do you remember that article of that woman who had sex with the hockey player and his girlfriend, and then blackmailed him later? That's another angle they're trying now. Yeah, that happens with prostitutes a lot. So for a lot of people like, I don't have a girl, I just get a prostitute. Prostitutes can blackmail you. Prostitutes can, there been pro like there was a prostitute, this happened last year or something. This guy, I don't know if he ran his mouth too much or whatever, but this prostitute found out that he was like a doctor or something and she got pregnant. Now, why in the fuck would a prostitute keep a baby of a John? Because she knew he had money. So even though she was a prostitute, she kept the baby, got him on child support. This fucking doctor who's on like a business trip and fucked a prostitute got put on child support for a fucking prostitute that he fucked one time on a business trip. And now he's got to pay all this child support because this fucking literal whore in the other side of the country. Uh, oh, he's a doctor. I'm going to fucking get a baby out of him. It's like, just get a doll, my dude. Just get a doll. Anyway, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. So you're we're back. We're in New York. You're day gaming. Yeah, or whatever the fuck that means. Essentially, what they would do is we'd all meet up in a, in a park, one of the parks. So it was actually right. the, it was actually a good way to see the city because I got to go to all these different parks and I decided to walk there. So it was really. That was good enough itself, but you know, small victories. So we get to this okay. park, and essentially they say, "All right, have at it. You can just go out, go out there, hit on X number of girls, come back, and then if you wanted to like talk to the quote quote coaches, they would give you like really like basic advice, like yeah, you just got to be more confident. Like when she says this, try and do this. And so it really was just evolved in a bunch of dudes just hitting up the um hitting up these different parks and just walking around trying to hit on girls so right it's just kind of and that was the same thing at night so it's just uh, really it's really stupid so um i actually got a copy of super seducer which is like this pua video game um i actually did it oh, on I've a stream heard about that that was yeah so I, I i played it on a stream we we're having a good old time but yeah, it was the same thing. Basically, they he hired pros. Uh, they look like prostitutes. Maybe they were models, but they look like prostitutes to me. So he hired these prostitutes to basically be actresses, and he would just. It was like a choose your own adventure type thing where you talk and then you clicked what you would say, and then if you were right, the the conversation would continue. If you were wrong, he would explain why it was wrong. I mean, I I guess it was interesting, but honestly, like that sounds like exactly what you paid for. But instead of $5,000, it's like a $6 video game on Steam. Yeah, like they really wouldn't even, they really wouldn't even help you when it, when it came to like, if you wanted to have them quote, quote, wing you uh, to try and like talk to a couple girls to see if that would work out. They really wouldn't even help you when it came to that. So, but the bars, the New York was surprisingly dead, even on like Friday and Saturday, because all yeah. the people are, all the people in New York are broke as fuck. Most of them. So they go to that. They go to happy hours during the day, which is alarmingly from like two to eight p.m. on weekly, well, like every day. Well, so also, like if, if you wanted to go to happy hour, you go to drink, get a drink at like four p.m. on a Wednesday. Well, the other reason why the bar scene is dead is because of uh, yes means yes. So well, yeah, prior obviously. to prior prior to yes means yes, um, you go to a bar, you buy a girl a couple drinks, you loosen her up. 
you invite her back to your place, you go home, you fuck her, uh, you know, she wakes up the next day, you call her a cab, whatever, you had a good night. Now, you're a rapist. Because she couldn't, con she can't consent. She was drunk. Oh, she had a blood. She was drinking. She, you raped her. You're a horrible rapist. You should be in prison. So that that's what people did. People like the whole point of bars and clubs is to is to get drinks into girls. So you you loosen them up and then they want to have sex with you. That's why they serve alcohol at these places. And they've just declared that. If a girl is drunk, or not even drunk, like there are girls who are just like buzzed, but they'll, they'll you goddamn right, they will cry rape the next day if they have any, like if they're late for work, if they forgot they had a boyfriend, anything, they will cry rape. And they will use the fact that they were drinking as an excuse about how you're a rapist. So, what used to be maybe an awkward one night stand, maybe she was drunk. Maybe, gasp, you were both drunk and you had some drunken sex. You wake up the next day. You're like, oh, man, that was, you know, oh, shit. I didn't, I'm so, you know, whatever. You have an, an awkward conversation. You might make her some pancakes or some shit and she leaves and then you go about your day and you're like, oh, that was, that was some awkward sex. But no one went to prison. Now, thanks to feminism, you're a rapist. In fact, if both of you are drunk. You as a man are a rapist, not her. In fact, there was a story from a, a college where a couple had drunken sex. The guy wakes up the next day, realizes they had drunken sex, and like he basically beat her to a foot race to accuse her of rape before she could accuse him of rape. Because he realized, oh shit, we had drunken sex. Oh my god, I better accuse her of rape first before she ruins my life. That's where we are as a society. So, when we are there... What do you think happens to the bar and club scene? As. It's fucking dead as shit. Like, where are, you supposed dead. To, where are you supposed to meet women? Fucking slut walks? Fucking put on your point, pink pussy you... hat? Yeah, who like, fucking... Like, seriously. The thing is, with, like, all these, like... With all this false, all these false allegations and all the dangers and the pitfalls nowadays, if you have your, your nice coffee shop that you go to... Why would you talk to a chick in that coffee shop? Because if she just decides to fucking drag your name through the mud, now you can't go to your nice coffee shop anymore. Like the gym thoughts at the gym. Once you have a nice gym picked out that you like to go to regularly, the last thing that you're going to do is hit on a girl in that gym. And then if, she, if, she, if you're not up to her standards or something goes wrong, she's just going to tar and feather you, and then you can't go there anymore. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, what's Ooh, funny is... all. Now you see all these articles coming out. There's two kinds of articles I see every week. There's the Where Have All the Good Men Gone articles. And there's the I don't need no man. I like being single. Here's 15 reasons why being single is great when you're a woman. So it's basically women with sour grapes or women who are actually kind of bummed that men aren't talking to them. But it's like, yes, these women. Okay, great. Okay. So you want men to talk to you again? You want, okay. Well, see these things you've done? Like, yes means yes. Me too. Uh... The Duluth model, all these fucking laws, all these biased, gynocentric things which benefit you at men's expense, those have to go. And none of them will do shit. Like, the, the best you'll get from a trad thought is they'll be like, women should appreciate men. We should not call men bad names because men are like they take care of us and, and they provide for us and we should say thank you. 
And you're like, oh, great, that's really nice of you. Are you going to uh, abolish the family court? Uh, abolish the Duluth model? Maybe pay a net tax? Maybe sign up for the draft? No, I'm not doing any of those things. I'm just a girl. It's like, okay, well, what, what are you willing to give up? Oh, nothing. I'm not giving up anything. I'm keeping all the rights feminism has given me, but I'm going to call myself an anti-feminist because it gives those patron piggies to give me money. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, every time. Uh, there are exceptions. I've seen that occasionally women will say, like, yeah, women shouldn't vote. There was a really bad idea. Western civilization's collapsing. We kind of fucked up there. But that that's like a very rare exception. I think... I might be able to count them on one hand, the amount of women who've actually admitted women shouldn't have rights. And Coulter being the most prominent one, but even then you, you get into like mirroring territory. It's like, does she actually mean it or is she just trying to car carve that niche out? You know what's right? funny though? Here's what's funny. Well, yeah, even if, but even if, they're, even if they're mirroring, just think about that. Think about now that women are realizing, oh shit, like this is really going to happen. Because here's, here's, the, here's the dilemma women face. When Western civilization collapses... They're going to become the rape brides and war, or war brides and rape slaves of the Muslims. That's that's the future. Now the men will be killed. They're going to have it worse. Like, look at what happens with uh, like ISIS when they go or Boko Haram when they go into these villages. They kill all the men, all the old men, young men, babies. They don't give a shit. All the men are killed, and the women are taken. So now, now you, it's obviously it's better to be alive. So the men had it worse; they were all killed. But as a woman, you probably aren't better off being the war bride and rape slave of your new Muslim overlords. You probably had a better life in your own country with your own people. So as a woman, it behooves you to save Western civilization. But the only way to do that is to give up your rights. So what I'm starting to notice is there are occasionally these women who they kind of realize, oh shit, this is true. I really, Western civilization is going to collapse and I'm going to become some Muslim's war bride slash rape slave. But they're trying to cut like the, the best deal. They're like, okay, I'll, 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 we'll give up the, you know, maybe we'll talk about this. Let's, yeah, maybe the family court is bullshit. Maybe... Maybe affirmative action and diversity quotas are are bad. Yeah, maybe women, maybe women working wasn't a good idea. Maybe if maybe if women weren't in the workforce, wages would double for men, and they would be able to support their families with one income, and life would be better for everyone. And oh man, that would you know. But uh, I don't know. So women are trying to cut a deal, and they're they're going to keep trying to cut a deal. I, I probably up until the eleventh hour when it's way too late. Like if you actually want to save people's lives and prevent like a really bad situation you can't wait for women to come around they're not going to come around until it's way too late men need to fucking just like like parents if you wait until your spoiled child is a grown adult they may understand oh shit yeah i was a spoiled piece of shit and it ruined my life by the time they have that realization it's way too late for them the time to save them was like decades before then and yeah, they're going to piss and moan. They're going to throw a tantrum. But look, you got to be a parent. Got to fucking crack that ass. You got to remind them who's in charge. They'll thank you later. I promise you they'll thank you later. But at the time, yeah, they're going to be really pissed. So what? You got to be a fucking adult. Gotta... Sorry. That's, that's, what it, that's what it means to be an adult. It's time to be an adult. Adult up. Adult the fuck up.
I just don't even see it happening now because uh, because yeah. of how, how how feminized men are and just are continuing to be every day and just the brainwashing, the willful ignorance. They don't want yeah, to our, our, don't want to hear is anything. Is it realistic? Is it realistic that men are going to solve the problem? Probably not. It's probably not realistic. But you know, here's well, well, here's the, yeah, here's the thing. Um, as the problem gets worse, people are going to start looking for answers. Now, I'm probably like too extreme. Like when the average person is looking for answers, they're probably going to look for something uh, a little bit closer to what they already believe. You know, taking women's rights away—that's that's too extreme. You know, you got to crawl before you can walk. You got to drink milk before you can eat meat. So they're going to have to kind of, they're going to get to my level eventually. However, if someone has to talk about this shit, because here's what happens. Eventually people who've, they've exhausted the other alternatives. They're going to eventually come to my level. I've seen this. I'm not going to name names. I don't want to call them out. I don't want to negatively affect their channels or their, their social media careers. But there are people who are slowly coming to the realization that I'm right. And they're like dipping their toe and they're like, I think we should take women's rights away. They're just kind of dipping their toe in the water. Maybe women's rights was a bad idea. We have a big problem. We need to solve it. But they're coming there slowly. And even a couple of years ago, like I started my channel in 2015, even back then, they were absolute trad cucks. And now they're slowly coming to my side. Again, I ask. Why should we buy imported beer from Mexico when Mexico allows caravans of invaders to walk through it into our border? I say boycott Mexican beer. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, the, the, my only feedback with boycotts is, I mean, if you're boycotting Mexican beer to hurt the Mexican government or, or the cartels, they're the ones least affected you know, the, the people who are the victims of said corrupt groups are the ones most affected. Like, think of, like, North Korea. We had all these sanctions and all these economic things to try to pressure North Korea. But was it was it hurting the the Un family, like Kim Jong-un or his Eric Cartman-looking son? Not really. They were fine. The, the political class is insulated from the consequences of their politics. It's the average person that was living in fucking squalor. They were the ones being negatively hurt. So now what's the alternative is, is war. That's the only alternative. If you really want to solve the problems in Mexico, I'll, here's how you solve the problems in Mexico. I'm going to solve the Mexican problems. Here you go. Number one, legalize all drugs. That will, just like we did with uh, the bootleggers, once you make it legal, the bootleggers lose all their, pop, their power. The reason why Al Capone and those guys made so much money and had so much power was because of alcohol being illegal. So legalized drugs, now the drug cartels, they have nothing to, they have nothing to sell. Now, there's a, there's a problem with that. You can't just legalize all drugs in a vacuum because we have socialized medicine. We have Medicaid. We have uh, laws which require emergency rooms to treat you, whether or not you have money to pay. You can't have a welfare state with socialized medicine and also allow people to destroy their bodies with drugs because you're just going to create a big money sink. So if people are going to have a system where they make the government responsible for their bodies, like socialized medicine, like Medicaid and so on and so forth, then now the government has an obligation to force you to make healthier choices because they're financially responsible for you. This is what I always talk about where responsibility and authority or responsibility and freedom go hand in hand. 
either works. So if you want the freedom to do whatever you want with your body, you have to have responsibility for what you do to your body. When you make the government responsible for your body through socialized medicine, now the government has to take your freedom away because they're responsible for you. So I want to legalize all drugs. That will solve the cartel problem. But in order to legalize all drugs, you have to abolish the welfare state. You have to take away socialized medicine, take away Medicaid, abolish these laws which force hospitals to treat people with no money so that the people who do destroy their bodies with drugs die in the gutter like they should. And then people will be responsible for their actions. If you want to destroy your body with drugs, do it. It's your body. Far be it for me to tell you what to do with your body. However, when you're ODing, I don't give a fuck. I'm not paying for your disability, and I'm not paying for your health care. Destroy your body with drugs, and then die for all I care. Uh, that, but that will solve the cartel problem. As far as Mexicans who want to come to America for a better life and whatever, just annex Mexico. Annex Mexico. Here's the thing. If we took women's rights away and got our fertility rate back up, we could bring back colonialism. Remember colonialism? Wasn't that a good thing? Now, I'm not saying it was great for everyone. It had its pros and its cons. But think about the countries which were colonized and how much better off... Look at Singapore, Hong Kong, India. They were British colonies. America was a British colony. Do you think America would be better off if it was run by Native Americans? Hell no. Colonization benefited the world. But in order to have colonization, you have to have the excess population to export. And when you give women rights, your fertility rate shits the bed. You no longer have the population to export in order to colonize. But if we just took women's rights away, we, our fertility rate would go back up. We would then have the, the population growth to sustain colonization and we would fix Mexico. Perfect trap. Convince the femmes to demand Dano males date to prove how strong and independent they are. How could they refuse that bait? Discuss. Okay. Unfortunately, that's known as Purge Day. So if you know how every year there's like a feminist, uh, uh, what's it, what they call it, uh, the day without or the day of action or the day of whatever. Basically, women stay home that day. And the whole idea is we're going to show the men how important women are. We're not going to go to work today. And so they stay home for one day and some yoga studios don't open. Uh, what, some babysitters stay home? Like, no one fucking cares. Starbucks have a tough time. They have to call yeah, some of the have, <laughs> some Starbucks. Be a national holiday, though. It's fucking dumb. That would be, the most, if, that would be like Christmas for most men to not have to deal with women in the workplace for a day. Like, they get they, so they, much we should have that be every day where women stay home. But um, if, if men took if men took the day off of work, if all men didn't go to work for a day, that would be purge day. Because there'd be no emergency services, there'd be no police, there'd be no anything. It would be fucking purge day. They're, like All crime would be legal because all the men are not working that day. There'd be no police, no emergency services. It'd be goddamn no purge space. day. No space services. Nobody in the nuclear missile silos. Nobody in the nuclear power plants. No soldiers. Well, I mean, nope. the nuclear plants would be fine. They have redundancies. Like they, they wouldn't blow it. Yeah. Up. So but yeah, yeah. Purge day would be purge day would be fucking great. No. Okay. So hold I on. To, I, no, I joke about I joke about purge day, but ideally, I want men to wake up and fix the shit going on in the West without millions of people dying. If it comes to that, it comes to that, but. I would prefer it if it didn't.
Uh, oh no, am I in the fucking quiet room again? No, no, you're, you're good. Oh no. Okay. There should be a. There should probably be a stronger word than prefer. I think. <laughs> well, I de- Okay, I call that like good ending plus. When Western men pull their head out of their ass, take women's rights away, fix their shit, and no one dies. There's no war. Everyone's just happy and everything works. That's like the good ending plus. That's like the pacifist ending, to use like a uh, an underworld reference. Hold on. The pussification is being very successfully exported to all Muslim and Asian countries too. In 10 years, the whole world will be feminized. Sa'ad. <laughs> Sa'ad. Uh, no, I, I don't think that's true. Uh, they're trying. Um, they're trying to export feminism. Okay, but here's... The, the, that's, the, that's the globalist agenda. They know that feminism lowers fertility, so they see Muslims taking over the world because of their high fertility because they don't give women rights. And so the solution is to export feminism to Islamic countries uh, to try to lower their birth rates too and to try to make the whole world a big feminist utopia, I suppose. Hey, it's, but it's working in Iran. Uh, it's yeah, they, had, it's, they had a huge head start, though. Iran was already Iran. Iran was was Westernized back when it was run by the Shah, and that's why uh, that's why their fertility rate is shit. Even after the Ayatollahs took over Iran in the seventies, they still allowed their women to go to college and have careers because uh, there's nothing. That's not against Islam per se. So even when the Ayatollah took over Iran. They still kept that. But there have been studies showing, like, I'm not just pull, pulling the shit out of my ass. Iran has done studies why their fertility rate is so low. If you look at the fertility rate of Pakistan, kids, like, families are having, like, six kids. But then you look at Iran, they have fertility rates more or less in line with the West, with, like, one-ish kids per couple. And the reason why is because women are in the workforce. They're going to school. They're working. That's why they aren't having kids. This isn't rocket science. If you want women to have kids, if you want your society to grow rather than shrink, you got to get women the fuck out of the workforce. And look, I like you may be like, that's not that's against my principles. I don't fucking care about your principles. I judge things by their results. The result of a society which empowers women is the death of that society. That society will not have children. And because women will vote for welfare states... The welfare state is a big Ponzi scheme, and it requires more workers to pay the taxes to sustain the welfare state. So when your own native population doesn't have any kids, you have to import people. Well, the only countries with an excess population are Muslim countries because they didn't give their women rights. Like people say, oh, we can import people from Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe doesn't have the population. They're in the same boat. The entire Western world. Even Eastern Europe, even all these other countries, they're all slowly dying because they empowered their women. So where are you going to get the immigrants? People won't immigrate to your country when their country needs immigrants too. All these countries need immigrants because they're a welfare state. And you can't get rid of the welfare state because women will outvote you because it's women who voted for the welfare state. So you're back to the same problem. You have to take women's rights away. Take their right to vote away so you can abolish the welfare state. Because if you abolish the welfare state, you don't need immigrants anymore. But as long as women vote, they will never allow the welfare state to be abolished. And as long as you have a low fertility rate and a welfare state, you will import people. Even Japan. Fucking xenophobic Japan is importing people. This is a Fox News alert. Many Instagram thoughts, titty streamers, and snap cunts are being reported and audited for tax fraud. Who would have thought these women would be so stupid? Oh, wait. Anyway, go out there and do God's work, gentlemen. Peace. (laughs) 
Yeah, you know, the, I mean, again, these women are making six figures on Patreon alone, not to mention the thousands of dollars they get from these thirsty cucks in donations. And then I guess one of them was selling her used panties to these thirsty men. And they were all doing it under the table. They weren't reporting any of it to the IRS. And unfortunately, you see, like, if you do shit literally under the table, there's no paper trail. So the chances of getting caught are pretty slim to none. But if you're doing shit on Patreon, PayPal, and so forth, there's a paper trail. And when requested by the IRS, PayPal and Patreon will report all their transaction information to the IRS uh, for an audit. And they have all the records. They can see all the money you've made. And they're like, why didn't you pay taxes on this? And you're like, but I'm just a girl. I just, I just, I'm just a girl. I can't pay taxes. What are taxes? It's like, well, you're about to find out what taxes are because you're going to be uh, paying them along with a nice hefty fine. All right. Um. So TFM, I actually have to go because I'm hitting my time okay. straight. I got to go okay. see Overlord with my dad. It's going to be lit. But can I just throw out some last words real Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I totally talked over you this entire time. I apologize. Go ahead. No, you're good. Last it's, words. Um, always educational. All right, last words. So, first of all, thank you, TFM, both for having me on the show and for doing what you do. I wouldn't have woken up if it wasn't for you. Um, that unintentionally rhymed. I should be a rapper like Shameless, shameless Dab. Oh, um, shit. Shout out but, to Shameless. Yep. So, listening to um, Happy Humble Hermit and um, your videos like She Will Never Love You and um, all your podcasts just to keep me on the right path, and I encourage others to do the same. Don't pay PUAs because... Oh, I'm sorry. Celestina's got to get the last Glad word. Glad you like Chump Hand Strong. So what kind of music do you normally listen to? Do you listen to a specific genre the most? Uh, I, I, you know, I listen to all kinds of music. Like, Celestina's channel has some dance videos if you want to check them out. But I don't really... Other than country, I don't like country. And I don't really like gangster rap. But other than that, I'm good. Actually... If there's anyone out there, I'm actually go I'm looking for a specific kind of music. I'm making an anime outro that's going to be a legit anime outro with like chibi characters and like uh, cherry blossoms going across the screen and everything. And I want there to be like a nice kind of anime-esque song with it. Something maybe with piano. Ideally, if you get like some kind of artist that can actually sing in Japanese, I want it to be like a song about like a robot and a chimp and a can of sweet corn and the love they share and everything. It's just something like a sweet, sappy, stupid, happy kind of anime outro song. And I, I, I will pay I will pay you if you if you can make this happen for me. It's gonna be lit when it's actually done. <laughs> don't don't pay PUAs. Nope. What you can do is buy a $10 body language book from your local bookstore. I learned more from reading a body language book on a flight for a family vacation than I did from a PUA boot camp. And body language actually helps you a lot when you go to um, people watch and interact with other people in general. Very useful information. It's also helped me reaffirm a lot of my red pill um, beliefs. And right. finally, shout out to Phil. Because in a couple of years, I got, my, I got my waifu all picked out, custom ordered it. It's going to be fucking awesome. Just need to wait until I can live alone so that nobody gets suspicious. It's going to be fucking oh. great. So can't yeah. wait for that. Yeah, you know, the, like, I wouldn't care what people think, but if I had, like, roommates or anybody, I would be afraid to have a, a waifu because if I came home and, like, saw, like, my roommate fucking Celestina, someone might have to die. I'm not, I'm not like, 
I might fucking do him like I, you know, like that bitch from Old Navy that got her face ripped off. And then last but not least, um, because I have to go, could you just briefly touch on so that I can look at it in the VOD afterwards? This is a question okay. I have. How do you how do you defend going your own way when um like betas and simps and shit and your friend your friends will call you um like say it's sour grapes? Like obviously I don't talk right. about Fight Club, I don't come out and say it, but I'll throw like, okay. I'll throw like little hints. So if you could just cover that so I can listen to it later, that'd be awesome. Okay. All right, man. Get have fun. Thank you for stopping by. All right, so let me answer your question. So the question I kind of – let me just – so, yeah, guys are going to make fun of you, um, especially if you go the waifu laifu. Like, and the thing is everyone does. So you have even like – what's funny, even the guy – like because I, I took waifu from otaku culture. Uh, basically, it started out as like if you have an anime girlfriend. I kind of expanded that to be just any artificial girlfriend, whether it's a video game character, whether it's a, a doll or a robot. Any artificial girlfriend is a waifu, not necessarily anime. Uh, but even people within that culture who, you know, they'll share the whole 3D girls aren't important memes and everything. They're giant fucking simps too. And they're, they'll be like, oh, you don't want women? What's wrong with you? Women are great. Why do you hate women? Who hurt you? And it's so annoying. Now, how do you deal with them? Here, I'll tell you how you deal with them. It's a, it's a very simple process. Number one, you stop giving a fucking shit about what they think because they're nobody. They're nobody and nothing. Their opinion means less than nothing. And the thing is, is like if they know, like you focus on yourself. You, you live the lifestyle you want that makes you happy. You become your own judge. Uh, I touched on this in a couple different videos. The one that comes to mind is Into the Wasteland. Uh, it's very important that you develop and foster a sense of internal validation. Ne the need for external validation is what causes men to value the opinions of people that they otherwise shouldn't give a shit about. Like there's a, there's a line from Fight Club where Tyler Dern talks about we spend our whole lives buying shit we don't need uh, or I, I, might, I might be confusing it with some other line. It might not be Fight Club. But we, we spend our money buying shit we don't need to impress people we don't like. That might be Dave Ramsey and not Tyler Durden. I'm not 100% sure. But um, people, the reason why they do this, the reason why people buy flashy cars, nice clothes, they spend all this money on shit they don't even like. Things they would never wear or buy or use on their own because they want other people to think they're somebody. They want other people to validate them. They want other people to think they're cool. And so they, they live their whole life trying to impress random people that who fucking cares. And here's the, the funny thing is if you, if you put that aside, if you develop an internal sense of validation and here's how you develop internal validation, you decide what life you want to live and you set measurable goals to reach that life. And then as you accomplish your goals, you validate yourself. You pat yourself on the back for what you've accomplished. And then who fucking cares? Like I'm accomplishing my goals. I'm doing exactly what I want in my life. I've never been happier in my entire life. And so when some fucking jackass is like, Oh, you fuck dolls. What a loser. Like this guy doesn't know shit. He doesn't have, he doesn't know shit. He's nobody. Why in the fuck should I care? And there have been times like back in like years ago, I would have defended myself and I would have bragged about my accomplishments and whatever to try to like prove. I might have even been tempted to dox myself just to prove him wrong, 
to prove, oh no, I'm actually like really successful and I probably fuck hotter women than you've ever looked at. You know, like that kind of shit. However, when I really think about it, and this is, you know, I'm, I've been through the red pill grief cycle. I've been all the way through, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I don't give a fuck. It, look, you want to call me a loser? I don't fucking care. You think, whatever you think about me doesn't affect me at all. And frankly, I don't have time to waste on your stupid bullshit because this is triage. I need to save the men who can be saved. Every fucking second I argue with your fucking stupid ass trying to justify my lifestyle or trying to fucking argue some bullshit because you're such a blue pill simp cuck. That's less time I have to help men who can actually be saved. So I'm like a doctor... And there's like a fucking war going on and there's people are being brought to me and I need to quickly assert he's fucked. Put him in that corner. Okay. Put him in fucking this corner. You know, like I need to triage everyone. So if you're just going to waste my time and talk shit, I have no time for you. My time is far too valuable. And they're actually people that I think I can save that they are going to be who I focus on. Not your dumbass. So... There you go. And as I've said this many times before, not giving a shit is the secret to happiness. Now, unfortunately for me, the way I discovered this was I went to war. I did two tours in Iraq and I saw some shit. And I don't want people to have to go to war to get this perspective. But the way it worked for me was before I went to Iraq, I was I was a normal person. I was fairly neurotic. I worried about shit. Uh, you know, I cared about things. But once you're once you're in the fucking war zone and you see people dying every day, like young kids, 18-year-old kids right out of high school, their whole lives ahead of them, just killed every day. We had this thing like the, the wall of heroes. Because when you got to Iraq, they made you pose in front of a flag in your in your BDUs and or ACUs. And um you know, you posed in front of this flag. That was the picture they would put on the wall when you died. And everyone got their picture taken. And every day they'd add a new picture to the wall because there'd be a mortar attack or there'd be an IED or there'd be some shit and people are dying. Young kids. And when you, when you see that, you see it's like, none of this shit fucking matters. 99% of the shit in your life does not matter. So who fucking cares? Who fucking cares what some dipshit online thinks about you? Who cares about what some fucking cuck thinks about how you live your life? Who fucking cares? Now, again, I don't want everyone to have to go to war to figure this shit out. But that's how I figure this shit out. And I just stop giving a shit. I don't give a shit because it doesn't matter. There's, there are certain things which matter in life and I focus on those. And what matters to me is saving men's lives Maybe, knock on wood, saving the West, saving Western civilization. And the reason why I want to save Western civilization is because I value my freedom. I fought for my freedom. I did two tours in Iraq. Uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't look forward to the war that's coming. I want to avoid it. But, you know, I posted a, a Ronald Reagan kind of compilation of like earlier this week. You know, uh, Ronald Reagan said during his inaugural address, like in 91 or something like that. Or it might have been 81. Can't remember. Sorry, it's late. But he said, uh, peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. 
we will f we will fight for it. We will negotiate for it. We'll sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. And so that's how I feel. I value my freedom, and I value peace. I don't want to have to go to another war. I've been there. It's not fun. It's not a video game. Like, when you see people getting shot, when you see people getting blown apart, it's not fucking, oh, look at these realistic graphics. No, these are people dying. These are people you've seen. These are people you've eaten chow with, and now they're dead. And, but, I value my freedom enough to sacrifice for it. But I will not surrender for it. If I have to, fucking, we'll do this shit. Prefer not to, but if you fucking back me to that corner, then you know what? I'm not. <laughs> you're gonna fucking reap the whirlwind. But yeah. Um, anyway, I I hope that answers your question. Just don't give a shit. And I know it sounds so simple. Just stop giving a shit what people think about you. It sounds so easy, but. It really is that simple because it's only in your head. The, the power you give people to affect your emotional state or to affect how you choose to live your life, you're choosing to give that power to them. You can tell them to fuck themselves and not give them that power. Now, it may be completely a new concept to you. It may be something you're not used to doing, but I promise you it, was, it is within your power to do so. So just choose to ignore them because they're nobody. They're, they're not important. Just like, like the meme, 3D girls aren't important. All the people, all the haters, they're all 3D girls. And they're not important. They're not important. <laughs> just who fucking cares? Focus on right, your well, life, validate yourself, and be happy. Excellent. TFM, I really enjoyed that rant. And I really hate to sober cat things, but oh we're goodness. not even halfway done with the guest yet. So... Um, okay. Like I don't know if you want to answer a question or two and then get to a guest or. All right. Well, okay. Um. Well, let's see. It's one hour and fifty four minutes. So, let's we'll, we'll take the next guest at uh, two hours. So let's get through some questions because we have quite a few questions. All right. Okay. Um. First question: Can traps be part of MGTOW? Yes. Not only can traps be MGTOW, gay men, uh, hermaphrodite, whatever. Basically, because. People say, "Well, a gay men can't be MGTOW because they're gay. They don't. They don't have to deal with women's bullshit like straight men do." <laughs> that, that that's true. But here's the thing: they still suffer in a gynocentric society. Being gay, it may get you a couple oppression points, but it doesn't really. In fact, gay men are actually being actively purged from the LGBT movement because women haven't got enough shit and they need a new oppressor. And so they're turning on gay men, the people who started the LGBT movement, to be their, their new oppressor because they need an oppressor to get more free shit. So, no, gay men are suffering under gynocentrism too. Just because they don't have to deal with women's shit in relationships doesn't mean they're not suffering under gynocentrism. So gay men are absolutely... Can, can be MGTOW. Uh, in fact, gay men started their own thing, like uh, Prince of Queens and Our Cats Gay started this thing called uh, gay, Gays Going Their Own Way. It's kind of like Ibmore. Like Ibmore is MGTOW plus black identity politics. Uh, gays Going Their Own Way is like MGTOW plus gay politics. Whatever. It's all, you know, it's fine. I, that's what I want. To, I think that's actually healthy because MGTOW isn't a movement. It's a philosophy. So take that philosophy, adapt it, carry it forward and do good things. All right. Next question. 
All right. Um, all right. I have a I have a question about searching for self actualization in the cycle. I am in the value of depression, and I'm starting to lose hope. All I do is fail, and sometimes I get thoughts of suicide. I know you can't point me on your own personal path, but I'd like to hear how you came to self actualization. Perhaps it can give me some inspiration. Appreciate it. All right. So um, in my video series, The Red Pill Grief Cycle, I talk about how to get out of the valley of suicide. And it's going to sound cliche. You need to love yourself. You need th The reason why you're feeling suicidal is because uh, you've placed your meaning and purpose outside of you. Whether it was with a wife or a family or whatever, uh, your focus has been out of outside of you. You need to look at yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to value yourself as a human being. You need to value your life. And you need to think about your happiness, not other people's happiness. It doesn't mean you can't be empathetic and you can't care about others. Like, I care about people. The reason why I do this is because I care about people. Uh, focusing on yourself doesn't make you a sociopath. It just means that you you care about yourself first. It's like in a life, in a dangerous situation... You know, they say like when a plane is going down, you need to secure your own life vest first before you help children. Because if you die because you didn't secure your life equipment first, you can't help anyone. So you need to focus on yourself. You need to save yourself before you help anyone else. Now, once you've saved yourself, once you've gotten all the way through the grief cycle. Now, a lot of guys, they go through the grief cycle and then they leave. They realize that their path lies in a completely different direction, and then they shut down their channels and they leave. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Fortunately, I guess for everyone, my path was about I wanted to uh, help other people. That's what that's one of the things that gives me meaning and purpose. So I enjoy helping people and I help helping them along. But that doesn't mean I don't care about myself. It doesn't mean I, I don't love myself. I come first. But I still care about other people, but not at the exclusion of myself. The reason why you're depressed and suicidal and everything is because your focus has been probably your entire life. And this is the, in a gynocentric system. Men are conditioned to be tools of others. You, you need to serve. Your identity, your value is only in the service to a woman, your family, your religion, whatever. Men are tools to be used and discarded by some higher group or some higher person or a woman. And because you were probably brought up in that system, you have always had this mentality that your value is derived from someone else. And when that was taken from you, when you took the red pill and realized it was bullshit and you decided to live for yourself, you don't have anything to fill that void. And so you feel like you've lost your identity as a human being because as a man, you don't have any value if you're not serving someone. So the way to combat that is you need to bring it back to yourself. You need to realize all that was bullshit. All of that was conditioning to make you a slave. The reason why we use these matrix analogies, remember what Morpheus told Neo. It was a system of control to turn a human being into this. And, and Morpheus held up a battery. That's what you are to the system. You're a resource to be used up and discarded like a battery. And how do you break out of that? You need to break out of the mentality that you're just a battery to be used. You are a human being whose life has value. And the value you create belongs to you. And no one has a right to the value you create. 
if they want to form some kind of mutually beneficial relationship where you can both benefit each other, perfect. But they don't have a right to what you create or what you produce or what you do as a man. So your depression, your suicide, this funk you find yourself in in the valley of suicide, it's because you need to step back, break out of all the conditioning. And this may mean like, this may mean confronting people that you care about because a lot of times the person who's most responsible for this conditioning is your own family, the people you love, the people you trust. They're the, the primary instruments of your enslavement. They're the ones who've conditioned you the most. You're going to need to confront that. I'm not saying call them out on like, you know, Christmas and, you know, cuss them out or anything, but you need to internally confront this and you need to undo this programming and you need to love yourself. And when you love yourself, you'll go on this journey. You'll find your new meaning, your new purpose. You'll hook up with other MGTOW who can help show you maybe to move forward on your journey and you'll eventually reach self-actualization. And I promise you, I promise you, it's worth it. After the night, the, the it's the most beautiful morning you'll ever see. The, the morning where you wake up and it's all behind you and you have such endless possibilities where, be, where before all you saw was like darkness and sadness and loss. Now you have all this opportunity. The world is at your feet because you are a man. You have the brain and you have the hands to do anything. And now you have all the opportunity. It's all before you. It's yours for the taking. And once you get there, you'll look back and like, this is why a lot of people just leave because they see all this opportunity and they just go out and seize it. Uh, some people turn around. They want to help other people too. That's fine. Whatever that journey looks like to you is fine. But just stay with it. Love yourself. Move forward. I promise you it's worth it. All right. Yep. So, um, so there we go. The next guest. Yep. Sorry. I went over it like two minutes. Yeah, it's so, all right, and it's I'm okay. sorry. It's just that every every time I get ready to bring on the next guest, somebody I I know Celestine is going to pop up any second now. Like I'm going to let you finish, Shogun, but I just got to say this: Beyonce is the greatest singer that ever lived. All right. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, without further ado, our next guest is uh, Lucifer Linux, and he is here to seek advice on the way forward. He has been. He has told bits of his story in the pit before, but usually gets replies like "sucks to be you." Well, uh, he is determined not to give up, not to die, and not to remain cannon fodder. He would begin by telling how he got in his current situation. Then all advice would be welcomed. Okay. So and just a and second, after I'll, uh, after this guest, we'll give away the sex toy. So for all you guys with your your anime body pillow waifus. We're gonna give away a, a sexy torso to to pair with it. Giggity. So, without further ado, go ahead. Uh, Lose for Linux. You are live. Welcome to the Turfling. Hey, hey, hey. It's nice Fat Albert. Back. All right. Yeah. Sorry. So I. Uh, it's cool. So I've, I've I've told bits and pieces of my story before, and you know here and mosh pit and whatnot, but Oslo really helped me uh, trim it down, so without further ado, uh, so growing up, my family were ranchers, and uh, we had some teachers, so I grew up poor, 
uh, got tired of that, joined the military to escape it, and try to do something with my life. Um, I did have a brief marriage that didn't last, because, you know, I was just stupid or whatever, but I also wasn't punished very hard for it. Um, you know, went places, did things, blew shit up, uh, and I had a new girl, uh, that I met while I was in the military, and I tried, uh, basically tried to, to get with her, spent like, I don't know, years trying, uh, and eventually she got, or she said yes, so I <clears throat> was like, all right, well, you know, deployment sucks, so, uh, let's, let's get out, get married, settle down, um, and I got out, I, you know, I was in peak physical shape, gotta go find a job, and, uh, very, very shortly after I was discharged, uh, we both died in a motor vehicle accident, um, I was revived, and, uh, you know, I spent the next year in a wheelchair, uh, I eventually started to walk again, <clears throat> Oh, hold on. Sorry, waifu. TFM is 100% right about the suicide thing. I battled it and I won because I learned to care about myself first. You deserve happiness because you care about others. So love yourself first. There you go. Thank you for confirming that. Are you, you still there? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. All right, um, continue. So, so, yeah. So, after... After my wife died, uh, you know, we were both in our mid-twenties, so uh, you want to talk about black pill, you know, I was there, I wanted to burn the world down and take every single son of a bitch with me. Uh, I was drunk a lot, and uh, during a drunken haze, I uh, wound up knocking up an ex-career stripper. Um, <clears throat> realized that... Yeah. This moments like this is that's uh, I need the soundboard. I I, ch I sent you a link to the soundboard. You had a week to set it up. No, it's just that I need a program like Voice Meter Banana that actually works on Mac that isn't ninety nine bucks in a twenty minute trial. It's free. <laughs> I sent I sent a link. Aren't wait you're oh you're not a, a a mod. You don't have access. Okay, I will I'll PM you the uh the the link. Okay. All right. Next week we'll make it happen. All right, so yes. you, you you knocked up a stripper. Yeah, and so <clears throat> at this point, you know, I realized like I really got to get some shit together. So I I push through my therapy and everything, and like I start going to school. Um, you know, I went to a uh, <clears throat> a technical trade school. Uh, kind of stupid, bought into uh, one of the uh, the post nine eleven gimmicks. Um, <clears throat> got out, couldn't find a job, and went to university, um, <clears throat> and did that, uh, during which time, you know, baby mama runs off with the kid, and, you know, uh, I thought things were great, and, you know, then, surprise, she's just gone, and is calling me all sorts of shit. <clears throat> um, I was, uh, in school for engineering, which, you know, requires some actual shit 
but I couldn't focus because, you know, like my, the kid is gone, like, you know, what's going to happen, all of that fun shit. Um, okay. Long story short, I, uh, I wound up dropping out of school uh, because I couldn't focus, because my grades were suffering, um, and because of uh, the custody court shit that was going on, the accusations and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> the family court seized my military retirement. They seized my um, independent personal investments. At one point, they seized my bank account, but I did get that back. Um, I wound up broke, homeless, you know, I wound up crashing with a neighbor, delivering pizzas. Uh, the family court pops in, starts taking 60% of my paycheck from delivering pizzas, uh, which basically put me in a, uh, zero sum. Like I could still afford the gas and the insurance and basically I could still be at work on time, but all I'm doing, li literally all I was doing was you know, putting additional mileage on my vehicle. And so yeah, I, I, the family court was taking all your money. So you're basically working for free. Yeah. Debt slavery. Yeah. Right. This is, by, and, by the way, this is, hold on. I just want to make one quick point. This is why a lot of uh, men sell drugs. Like you want to know why there's so many drug dealers. It's because it's the only way for men to support themselves without the family court taking all their money. If they got a regular job, the family court would take all their money. So they sell drugs because it's the only way they can actually support themselves. So the family court turns honest men into criminals. It turns them into drug dealers because they have to work under the table to make any money to support themselves because the courts are so shit. Anyway, continue. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> because of, uh, you know, things that happened while I was in the service, I actually have a uh, service-connected disability pension, not as much as it should be right? because of the motor vehicle accident. Because it was such a short time, I didn't have time to file for my appeal. So, like, uh, I had a major <clears throat> leg injury while I was in that uh, they entirely denied because the motorcycle wreck fucked it all up. <clears throat> yeah, it's standard. Uh, yeah, but... Even so, I, I still get enough money from my military pension to support myself-ish, barely. Ish, right. Okay. <clears throat> and um, because I couldn't basically do anything, I gave up and went on the dole. Um, and I even the, the family court still takes 60% of that, too. <clears throat> Wait, they, they shouldn't be able to get your disability. Your disability should be... Uh, separate. They, they... take sixty uh, percent of my SSDI. All right. Okay. I don't know. I I, I know they shouldn't. They, well, part of it is because they also base my base the shit on my uh, 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 VA pension, which is illegal and says so in federal law. But the state I'm in found a way around that, <clears throat> and. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, I um, I wound up basically. Uh, I got an RV and I started traveling around trying to find some place where that was cheap enough to live that also had uh, you know enough work for me to try to do something and try to make a positive. <clears throat> um, it was mm -hmm. during this time that I actually came to my red pill awakening. Now, uh, quick question. Quick question. Do you have a passport? 
I did. It expired, and due to my driver's license and shit being revoked, that too is also probably revoked. But I haven't reapplied to figure it out. Oh uh, yeah, because all right, look, dude. Um, why are you still in America? Get the fuck out. Just fucking leave and start a whole new life. Travel the world. Go to exotic places. Why are you in America being a wage slave? Because, I don't know, because my right. passport expired. <laughs> well, yeah, God damn it. All right. So I, I've talked to people in a similar position who basically uh, they're being held. They're basically being a wage slave because of their wife. Their wife is using their children as leverage to force them to stick around. They, they love their kids. They don't want to see their kids suffer. So they, they willingly fall on the sword, become a wage slave, work those jobs, live in abject poverty just to provide for their kids, even though they know their kids will hate them, blame them, and the mom is spending 80% of the money on herself. They do it because they love their kids. Now, your kid is a kid of a fucking stripper, um, you haven't even mentioned shit, so I, I, I'm going to guess you don't really give that much of a shit about the kids since you haven't said, like, ten words about them this entire conversation. So why in the fuck are you putting up with this shit for a kid you don't give a shit about from a stripper that, like, trapped you with a baby? Fuck them. Get the fuck out of there. Well, well, yeah, it's a little bit more complex than that. I know the, the kid became, you know, after my wife died, the kid became my reason for life and then when the kid was taken away from me and <clears throat> all of the accusations and shit i was just like no I've, I've seen this shit happen before like i'm i'm not gonna go through this so i just walked away and i've i've got a journal i you know occasionally write letters to my kids so if they ever do show up on the door you know i'll have something to give them but uh, when right, if that so day comes Okay, so does that basically take us to the present day? Basically, yeah. I'm, I'm living in a shithole cardboard box, um, mm -hmm. and I'm basically just trying to sort of figure out, like, I'm, I'm through the valley of suicide, but not entirely uh, self-actualized. All right, yeah, I can hear the rain falling on your cardboard box from here. So, um, all right, so is there, like, a question or something that you wanted to talk about now that we've yeah, been caught up? Yeah, the question is basically... So what now? I mean, my assumption was sort of like try to build a business um, mm -hmm. and sort of, I don't know, uh, references for that or, I mean, you, you're saying get the fuck out of the country. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I if, if, you, if you build a business, the, the family court's going to seize all your money. You're not going to be able to, like, in order to build a business, you have to make a profit. You have to have, you're going to have overhead. Um, it your ex-wife is going to just lean in and take all your shit if you get the equity together. And because of your debts, the fact that you don't have a driver's license, uh, you know, like the chances of you starting a business are pretty slim. Like what type of skills do you have that you're going to base a business on? Uh, well, I've, I've got all sorts of skills, technical, mechanical. Uh, I'm basically an engineer without the degree. Okay, so what t type of business were you thinking about starting? Uh, well, in years past, it's been like an IT based, but that market's kind of flooded. Um, All right, so okay, stop. Starting like a stop. Shop. What type of business are you going to start? 
Well, this is the thing, is that prior to coming face-to-face with this... All right, so you um, don't know. You don't know, right? Okay, so here's... Right, okay, so here's what you do. Um, You could probably start an online... For example, Ray, the guy who started BitChute, do you know he lives in Asia? I did not. Yeah, he lives in Asia. He's a he's a British guy who lives in Asia. Dude, just go to MX. Get the fuck out of the U.S. Yeah, no, this this is my advice. You if you're gonna if you're an IT guy because you mentioned IT, you can start an online company from anywhere in the world. So start your business. Don't start it in America, where the family court's gonna come in and take your shit. Seize your assets, keep you from traveling. But, you know, get your look. I don't know what you need to do. Uh, if you're not behind in your child support, they, there's no reason for them to uh, keep you from having a driver's license because you'd be like, look, I need to work. I'm not behind in my child support. I need a driver's license. Uh, get your driver's license, get your passport, get the fuck out, and start your business literally anywhere else. Go start a business oh. in Mexico, go start a business oh. in Asia. Okay, TFM, on that note, um, would you recommend him start a business in a country that has no extradition treaty with the U.S.? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously. Um, actually, there was a guy, I, I, I reviewed a book called Urban Prepper. And this guy, uh, unfortunately, I wanted to have him, I wanted to do a live stream with him where we, we would uh, ask and answer, you know, viewer questions. Because the guy's really knowledgeable, but he was, right. Uh, last time I talked to him, he was a contractor in Afghanistan. And I haven't heard from him since, so I hope he didn't die or anything. <laughs> hope he wasn't killed by some Taliban sniper. But, uh, you know, he's, uh, yeah. Anyway, one of his advice, one of the things he recommended was uh, there are job boards for Americans to get jobs in places like Dubai. So if, it, if you have an IT background, fucking go to Dubai. Say goodbye to the family court in Dubai. And you'll make a shit ton of money, and I pro- they're not going to do shit. And you can start your business, you do whatever the fuck you want. And look, if you want to, you know, once your kid's 18, you want to send them a, you know, a big card or, or whatever. Or fucking, honestly, your, your kid's lost. I've seen it a hundred times. The kid's going to hate you and blame you. Like, a, it, it's heartbreaking. We had a guy on my show named Peanut Yoda. Who told this heartbreaking story about his his kid was turned against him, coached into falsely accusing him of child molestation, yep. and to this day, um, his kid hates him, and he's completely yep. innocent. He was it was an absolute shit show, and he loves his kid. Like you could, he does these videos where he, he kind of talks. Like he's having a one way conversation. He does these videos where he's trying to talk to his son, and his son hates him, and it's like it's heartbreaking. Like here's the guy. He loves his son. He just wanted to have a family. He got completely fucked by the system. His kid hates him. And it's like, God damn it. Like, this is pisses me the fuck off when I see this shit. Because these are good men who just get their lives fucking wrecked for nothing. Because some fucking bitch wasn't happy. And she thinks, like, she deserves all the money. It doesn't matter who she's, whose life she destroys. But, look, you need to get the fuck out, my dude. Just get the fuck out. There's nothing for you here. Yeah, I just, you know, fought hard for this country. I believe in it, and I just yeah. running away is a hard, well, hard... Well, look, hard you're not running away. You're not, think think of it as... A, look, here, okay, you're not running away. Let's look at Venezuela. 
couple years ago, I don't remember the exact year, uh, the Venezuelan government repealed essentially the Venezuelan version of the Second Amendment, took away the citizens' guns. Less than a year later, they were rounding up political dissonance. Now, after they rounded up all the political dissonance and they were either imprisoned or killed, everything went to shit. The government ran out of money, and now you look at Venezuela. They're eating out of garbage cans. The women are prostituting themselves. It's a fucking shit show. Now, imagine you were a political dissident. If you would have gotten the fuck out of that country, imagine how better... Imagine if Venezuela... Instead of those political dissidents being rounded up and killed after they got their guns taken away, imagine if all those political dissidents left the country, waited for it to go to shit, and then came back and cleaned up. Cleaned the shit up. Came back with maybe an army. Just fucking took those motherfuckers out, fixed their country. Venezuela would be far better off, but they didn't. They they stuck around, and this happens every time. These people are like, I, "No, this is my home. I have to, I have to fight." And then they get rounded up and killed, and then there's nobody. There's nobody left to fix Venezuela because all the political dissidents have already been killed. It would have been better for Venezuela if they would have left, waited for everything to go to shit, and then came back and took out the fucking regime. That would have been perfect. And they would have been hailed as heroes. But now they're dead. So, look, America's kind of fucked. I'm not going to lie. It's not looking too good. Because uh, we gave women voting rights. Big mistake. Mistakes were made. But, look, I, you're not running... You're not, you're not, like, betraying America. Because when America needs you the most, you can come back. When it's fucking... When Purge Day is here again, you can always come back to America. And you can uh, join in on the festivities. But right now, you need to worry about yourself. You need to get the fuck out. You need to build your business. You need to live a life. You're living in a fucking cardboard box. You know, you're you're all your shit. You, you were delivering pizzas and having your wages garnished from Pizza Hut. Like that's not a life. Get the look. Go to Dubai or go anywhere. Start a life. Build some wealth, and then when. You'll know, like, I promise you, just watch the news. You'll know when it's time. When it's time, you can always come back to America. Because then the family courts are gone. I promise you, the family courts will not survive the purge. That'll be one of the first things to go. <laughs> all these yeah, all well. these single mom whores who fucking destroyed their husband's lives and took all their shit and drove them nearly to suicide. Whoo, boy, it's going to be a bad day for them oh. when fucking purge day is here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I... I... When I was in the Valley of Death, man, dude, Elliot Roger would have had nothing on me. Well, you know, here's the thing: I don't want, I don't want that for you. I don't want, I don't want people to like, you know, take the black pill and like, oh, I'm fucking, let's burn this motherfucker down. I want you to build a a a life for yourself that you can be proud of. And because the system is such shit, and because you've been fucked by it so hard, I don't see that happening. In America right now. So you need to go somewhere else, at least for the time being. I'm not saying live your entire life and you know die and never see America again. But right now, there's nothing here for you. So, so don't consider it a betrayal. Where else there to go other than like third, part, third world shitholes? Dude, dude Dubai, is, Dubai is not a third world shithole. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I know. No, I've, I've skied in the mall in Dubai. Right. Uh, the fucking... I went to the gold souk. The gold... Oh, shit. I got so much... I, I was like fucking gold member from Austin Powers. I love gold! I had all this gold. And the thing is, they sold it to you for the weight. 
So all the craftsmanship yeah. and everything that went into the gold, that was free. You just paid, like, basically, if you would have oh, bought a gold no. bar or you would have bought all this fucking jewelry, it, it costs the same. So I got all this fucking jewelry, all this gold shit for, like, basically free. It was, it was glorious. And then when yeah. gold was at a, when gold was at record highs, like, a few years ago, I sold it all. I made so much money. I made so much money. It was beautiful. Okay, TFM. Um, would I'm sorry. I would okay. like to interject here. So, okay. um, two things. One, um, Embudo is saying the U.S. Passport Agency doesn't report to family courts, comma yet. So I don't know if that's an option for him or not. He says he doesn't know exactly oh. if that's the case. But um, Apoc, could you please give us a little insight on that and anything else that would be appreciated? Wow. Mm. Um, it's putting APOC on the spot. Yeah, no, I, I you know, I, I've been listening. Um, honestly, if I were you, dude, what I would do is, uh, I mean, I agree that getting out of the country is probably the most practical solution, but that's still an uphill battle for you from where you are now. So, it is, and it as, isn't. Well, I'm well. just saying, getting out of the country and getting out of the country well, you know, like you want to have something set up so that when you arrive somewhere, you're not, you're not penniless and dependent on other people for support. You want to figure something out. Like what I would do is I would look at, I would look at, I would start talking to expats that are in the countries that you're interested in going to first. I guarantee you, you'll find some, start talking to them. You'll find some who let's just say, understand the situation you're in and can probably help you, um, you know, with the more practical details of your journey. Let me put it to you that way. So that's, you know, that's the, the, the number one thing is getting local knowledge. And if there are expats already there, you can talk to them and say, this is my situation. They will help you. I guarantee you, you'll find some sympathetic voices. Um, APOC, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, but could you please turn up your mic just a little bit? Your... Uh, I I turned I turned him up in OBS, so it went out uh, for the stream oh. clearly. I think I might have to turn oh. up my actual Discord. I'm sorry. No, it, I think it might be Discord because I, I it used to be I had Discord at negative five decibels, and then it got really loud, and I turned it down to negative twelve point five decibels. But now everyone's quiet, so I may have to adjust this. So it's just Discord's always changing shit who knows i can switch to another mic anyway. no you're fine I, I turned you up you're fine i've had to yeah, turn everyone up so i think i think it's just discord right please continue sir anyway so yeah the the expat solution i think is, is, is the, the going to another country is complicated it's i mean it's simple but it's also getting it done well is not going to be you're going to want local knowledge so talk mm -hmm. to expats that are already there that's number one Number two is, I would say, if you're in the situation that you're in now, well, since you're in the situation you're in now, you might want to consider, you know, to get yourself kind of bootstrapped, find ways to work for cash. Um, if, you can, if you can manage it. So things like day labor and so on. Um, obviously, they won't be able to garnish it because it's under the table. Yeah, well, that's, that's part of the the problem I've been having is is due to the, you know, as I said earlier, I spent a year in a wheelchair. Uh, I have, you know, 10 to 15 pounds worth of steel in my body between 
the military and the um, uh, motor motor right. vehicle accident. So that's that's one of the things is that you know I've worked hard and I can pass for being physically fit. However, comma uh, you know a little bit of pain or like a swift change in the weather and I will be limping pretty hard. Yeah, I understand. Um, it's you know it basically comes down to find ways to make money that you can use to. Yeah. Sock money aside for your journey. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, no, the, so the, the main thing is I, f figure out how much it's going to cost you and then work towards that goal best best way you can. And then go and do it and make sure you have local contacts at, at the destination that you're going to. Yeah. Well, like I've got a friend that's actually in Mexico right now, but that's not a place to be at, at this present moment. Okay. Well, and, uh, Look, nowhere is perfect, but I mean, look, you're living in a box right now, so I, yeah. I know change is hard, but like, yeah, oh, you know. No, I, I, yeah, I, I can do it. I'm just trying to sort of figure right, out so, the best way to. Okay, do that. well, um, all right, you have. Listen, listen, you have, you have all, you have your brain, you have your hands. I want you to do. First of all, I'm going to give you a, a step by step plan. Step one, you need to do research. You need to uh, uh, honestly appraise your skills. Look up job boards on, from in overseas companies. Look what you're qualified to do. Be realistic. If you need to acquire new skills, see if you can do that. I mean, like you, you, you're a veteran. There might be some program uh, for you to get like um, additional certificates or some job training. Yeah. I don't know. You look into that. Buff up your skills. Start squirreling money away, however you need to. Uh, you may, you might have to go down to the truck stop and, and drill a glory hole and put out a tip jar, but you need to, you know, whatever you got to do to make some money and get the fuck out and start your life. But look, if, if you're, if you do the same thing you're doing now in a year from now, you're going to be in the same place you are now. And I don't think you want to be in that place. So the only way you're going to change your life is you need to create a measurable plan to get to where you want to go and set milestone goals to get there. So educate yourself, start planning, start squirreling, and get the fuck out. I've already started squirreling. My question, TFM, I guess I guess for you is uh, I sort of am and always sort of have been more of the engineering sort of a type, and I've never really paid basically any attention to fucking economics. Do you have any good, like, business resources, like, like for starting business planning that – I don't even really know. I mean, that's... Can I Can I jump in? Can I jump in? <laughs> you may. My, my dude, you're, 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 you're nowhere near starting a business. You're, you're not... You, you have to have money to start a business, okay? Or you have to have serious drive or you have to have skill. You have to have something. Um, you know, I even people who come over from foreign countries to start donut shops... What they do is they bust their ass for a couple of years, save literally all their extra money, get loans, and then go into business. Um, they don't just walk in the door and start a business. It takes money or skill or connections or time or, or some combination of the above. Right now, you're in a situation where you're way down. You're, you're near zero, and you can't be at near zero and start a business. And if... Oh, you, you cut they're out. sitting. Sorry, 
starting a business in the United States, you will have your profits. You, you'll be, they'll be coming after your money. You won't be able to, they'll make yeah. it much, much harder for you to run a business if it's even possible, given the, the debts that you have against you. Yeah, I don't. I so don't see you, you. If you start a business in America, they're going to take everything. So, like, you need to get out of this country before you start your business, because we didn't even the, the start fa- talking about credit ratings and yeah, well, like, yeah. Look, like, <laughs> and if they if they took your driver's license, like, how are you going to get a business loan? How are you going to attract investors if you got all this family court debt and they're garnishing your driver's license? Like, it's not going to happen. Uh, my you don't advice, have a again, track record of success in business as well. Yeah, so like you, you, have, you have vague IT and engineering skills. Uh, that's nothing. So, like, you, you want business advice? Get out of this country and start from scratch. That's my business advice. Don't start a business yeah. in America. You don't have – and also, like, now you, you kind of talking about, like, you're, you got this disability and you don't like the weather – Look, man, um, okay, so this is my little kind of a, a quotable quote. Show me the thing you value more than your freedom, and I'll show you the tool of your enslavement. If your disability is so painful that you are basically, you need to be where you are able to get medical care through the VA, then you'll be a slave because you you won't leave this country because you need this medical care from the VA. And because you're so poor, you can't afford it other than the VA. So you're basically stuck. You're stuck. So just... Um, I guess start doing drugs so you can numb yourself to the pain and carry on until you die because <laughs> no, no. you're you're not well no because he's not he can't fix it if he needs the, the health care and he can't leave the country and he can't start a business he can't do shit he's stuck because he's got this disability no, he needs the health care so just numb yourself to the pain with whatever substances you have available because you're fucked it's but, either uh, that no, it, or actually or actually realize that you have a step by step way to get out it doesn't start with starting a business it starts no. with getting to a safe location so that you can gather gonna, wealth and create a basis but yeah. you're going to have for your but regarding your disability you're going to have to rub some dirt on it and walk it off yeah you're going to have to just yeah, accept well, that no, you're going to i've already i've already done that like every job i've had since the wreck um you know i've it's just sort of what i've done and it's i've actually had I've actually been let go from jobs before because I could see the look. Like I had like a, a near miss moment and uh, uh, recovered quickly and tried to hide it. But I saw like the managers watching and they were like, oh, what the fuck is that? Okay, yeah, next time. Okay. Okay, well, that's, okay, that's man. not you, – you, you have to – look, you have to realize that the only way – that you're going to the, the the first thing you have to do is to realize that you've been doing the wrong thing. That I have realized. That's okay. Why okay. All right. So number two thing is to take a really big deep breath, look at your situation with clear eyes, and take the requisite steps to dig out. Those requisite steps do not involve plans around making some kind of super successful business. Those requisite plans right now for you today involve getting yourself the fuck out of poverty first. And once you're out any way, any possible way to get yourself up 
off the ground. And that involves not using, you know, working under the table, going to another country, getting out from under the, the shit storm that you're in in any way you possibly can. If you have IT skills, like TFM said, places like Dubai, you can get you can get a job. You can probably get a job there. So the that's where you, that's the level you have to be thinking at for the next few years. Yep. So I agree. So yeah. You've right. got to, got to realize where you are and then move forward. Yeah. I think the horse is well and truly dead at this point. So I think, yeah. uh, do, do you have any last words before we let you go? Damn the man, damn the bitch. And, you know. There you go. Damn the river like the beavers. All right, man. Take care. Feel, Good luck. Yeah, feel free to, feel Please. free to, feel free to DM me on discord. If you like. Yeah, we're here. We're here for you, man. Don't like, we, we got you boo. All right. Um, while you, while uh, while Linux was talking, I was monitoring the uh, stream.me chat. So I want to I want to make a an announcement. So, so people pointed out how I have quote unquote lollies on the screen. Like if you go the, the, on my frame, I have a chibi version of me and Celestina on the upper part of the frame, and then I have a chibi me and Celestina on the, as the GIF. This is to trigger all you alt right pieces of shit who uh, want to fucking talk shit about lollies and shit like because fuck you i was on gab gab can lick my balls uh they call themselves a free speech platform and then they they banned perfectly legal uh you know cartoons because it had lollies in it and then they got kicked off of paypal within a week fucking karma so no this is I, this is a filter i'm big on filters i want you people to leave if fucking if chibi anime characters trigger you just tickle that little x in the upper right corner and go fuck yourself that's what I, I, I want you to. Please, tickle that little X in the upper right corner. So yeah, that, that is why I have little Chibi Celestina and me uh, all over the screen. It's just to trigger fucking shit stains like you. Anyway, uh, let's... We have about 20 minutes left in the show. We can answer some more questions. Okay, TDFM, about that. We actually have two more guests. And oh I God, really, really, dude! Really want... We have twenty minutes left in the show. But yeah, but I really, also, really, really want. Oh yeah, we got okay. No. Why don't, let, let's do the raffle now. Um, can, can we bring both guests on at the same time and just have a big fucking dumpster fire? After um, I we, guess uh... we, um, I guess so because I really want to get to the last one. You're gonna love the last one. Oh God, okay, all right. Uh, Apoc, can you set up the the, the raffle? Sure. Just let me give a little instructions. Uh, very simple. Okay. Uh, in, in Discord chat, a chat is going to pop up from a user called GiveawayBot. <clears throat> and the way you join the raffle is by clicking on the little party popper icon that appears beneath it. Okay? So that's it. That's all you have to do. Once you yep. see GiveawayBot says raffle starts, click on the party popper, and you'll be part of the raffle. Now, again, you have to opt in. Do not opt into the raffle. Unless, because you, you, you have to tell me where to ship the prize. I'm going to forward that information on to the sponsor, which is Fond Love. Save 15% off using code TURD. Um, they sell lots of sex toys, which I've reviewed on my review playlist. Uh, but you, By the way, make sure, I'm sorry. How long, do you want, how long do you want the duration to be? Uh, five minutes. Just get, okay. So people have a chance to join. But, um, okay, 
don't join the raffle if you don't want a sex now what it is is it's again it's like a little doggy style sex doll ass and pussy so if you have an anime waifu body pillow this pairs very well with it because you can basically lay it on top of the pillow and now you have an actual ass and pussy you can actually have sex with instead of uh dry humping the pillow so there you go that's what it's ideally you have to pair it with something unless you have an, a disembodied ass fetish but anyway that's what we're giving away okay watch the channel it's starting now there you go do not join the channel do not join the giveaway unless you are comfortable telling me a place to ship the prize because it doesn't have to be your personal address it can be a p.o box it could be anything but it, there, i have to ship the prize somewhere so if you're not comfortable uh sharing that information with me don't join the raffle if you don't want the prize don't join the raffle only people who actually want the prize should join the raffle all right, so while we're... Okay, so that's happening. Um, let's answer a couple questions, and then when the, when, the ra when the raffle's over, we'll bring the guests on. If we go a little bit over three hours, we go a little bit over three hours. Uh, okay, so uh, this question is, any general tips? Okay, I'm, I got a job interview coming up in a few days. Any general tips to help me succeed? I really want this job. Okay, um, very simple. You want to do research on the company you're being interviewed with. So if you have a job interview, it means your resume was good. Great. You want to research the company because during the interview, they will ask you, do you have any questions for me? You need to have a question for them. And it needs to be related to the company. And it needs to be based on your research. This shows that you actually have some initiative because everyone else is like, nope, I'm good. So se separate yourself from the pack by doing research on the company and having some questions for the interviewer that are actually applicable to the company based on your research. Number two, uh, you want to wear a suit. You want to have it look nice. You want to have it fit correctly. Uh, you know, iron it, all that shit. You want to look nice. Uh, you also want to have your... There's, I mean, there's certain, there's some YouTube videos about like uh, certain questions they may ask you, but you have to have the skills. So if it's a sales position and they ask you, sell me this pen, you need to know how to do that. You need to know how to sell someone. And now there's, again, there's YouTube videos which explain how to do this, but there's certain like uh, very common questions you'll get asked in interviews. You should know the, the correct answer to these questions. Um, and then the other thing is, is if you've, if you've dressed correctly, if you've been polite, if you've researched the company... After the interview, you want to send a thank you email the next day. You want to thank your interviewer, uh, you know, whatever. There you go. And the, if you do all those things, chances are you'll get the job. Unless they're, they're someone completely outshined you or they already had someone in mind the entire time. And interviewing you is just a formality. But that's my advice for your job interview. All right, next question. Uh, let's see. Okay. Okay. This is an interesting question. Being a former incel, I have no experience with women. I know you say just get a doll, but I'm afraid I'll have resentment if I don't get to experience what it's like to have a girlfriend. Any tips on how to prevent that resentment? Bro, look, as someone who's had sex and had girlfriends and had relationships and been in love and all that shit, I prefer Celestina to the real thing. I mean, I've, I've kind of went over my, uh, how, how it ranks. So, uh, Jerking off with your hand to your imagination is a 1 out of 10. Uh, jerking off with your hand to a picture is a 2 out of 10. A video is 3 out of 10. A pocket pussy is a 4 out of 10. Uh, you know, like, it, it goes up. 
once you get towards like the real thing, so you have like let's say uh, like a a doggy style ass or some type of torso paired with some VR, I'd say that's like an eight out of ten. Uh, the real thing I would say is a nine out of ten. A sex doll, especially if you cultivate that emotional bond, is a ten out of ten. It's 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 better than the real thing, and I'll explain why. First of all, it feels the same. Uh, the doll has realistic flesh. It has a skeleton. When you're, it's not like a flashlight where you're holding the flashlight on your dick and you, your, your brain knows you're masturbating because you're holding a thing over your dick. When you have a doll, you're having sex with it like a real person. It feels like a real person. It has skin. It has weight. Everything works and moves like a real person. Now, the only difference is uh, the doll doesn't, like, the face doesn't move and stuff like that. But chances are you, you have sex with the lights off anyway. Just turn the fucking lights off. And then you can't tell the face isn't moving. As far as the noise, get a Bluetooth speaker, put on some porn of a chick, like, masturbating with a toy. Have that play from the Bluetooth speaker near the doll's head. Oh, my gosh, now she's making noise. And because the lights are off, you can't see that her face isn't moving. She feels real. Everything feels real. Now, why is it better than the real thing? So, I want you to imagine just sex with a real woman without any anxiety, without having to wear a condom, without any fear of being sperm jacked, trapped with a baby, given an STD, accused of rape. All that shit is out the window. And the best part is you don't even have to pace yourself. Like, when you have sex with a real woman... You're not even allowed to enjoy the sex until the very end because you have to make sure she gets like three or four orgasms before you're allowed to come. So you have to like think of sports. You have to stare at the wall. You have to do something to take your mind off the sex so that she can have her orgasms. And then she'll basically tell you, okay, now, now fuck me. Fuck the shit out of me. And that's when you're finally allowed to let it go and, and actually enjoy the sex. You get to enjoy like 30 seconds of the sex at the very end. Now, imagine you can have sex on your terms, at your pace, doing exactly what you want. That's, that's what you get to do with a doll or a robot. So, what are you missing? What are you missing from a real relationship? Attitude, insults, baggage, and bullshit. That's what you're missing. I would, like, I've, I've been there. I've been all that shit. I would gladly trade all those years for the waifu laifu. You know how much money I would have? I didn't spend it on these fucking women. Shit. I'd have so much fucking money. I would have saved myself so much time. My life would be infinitely better if I didn't waste all the years and all that money on women. You're not missing anything. Like, resenting, what, not fucking some... I mean, who cares? If you really want to fuck a real woman, go to get an escort, go to a massage parlor. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Uh, like the dolls and the robots, they look better. They feel real. There's no pressure. There's no sex. And I mentioned earlier about that emotional bond. You know, use replica AI or use some type of AI program where you can chat with and talk with this your waifu, and you'll develop this emotional bond because love is not the force from Star Wars. It exists in your brain. All the chemicals associated with love only exist within your own brain. And you can actually feel those chemicals with an artificial relationship using AI. It's, it's just as real. And you'd be like, oh, it's not real because the AI doesn't love you. It's no different than a real woman because love and sexual attraction is all biological programming. Remember before you were you hit puberty, you didn't care you didn't give a shit about sex. You weren't thinking about sex, but then puberty hit. And then all you could think about was sex. 
That's biological programming. You didn't choose to be horny all the time. You didn't choose to be obsessed with sex. Your biology basically hijacked your brain and made you that way. Your hormones programmed you to think about sex all of a sudden when you couldn't give less of a shit before puberty. So how is that different than an AI? The, the AI is programmed to love you, and your biology programs you to desire sex and love from a woman. It's no different. It's just biological programming versus, you know, the AI programming. Except here's the, the major difference. A woman, a woman's love is conditional. And a woman loves you for what you can do for her. She ultimately has selfish ulterior motives. She loves you for what you can do. And if you can't do it, she doesn't love you. An AI loves you unconditionally. And all it cares about, its entire purpose for existing, is to love you and make you happy. That may not be real love. I would argue that's better than real love. So, fuck, you know, who cares about real women? 3D girls aren't important. The waifu laifu, my dude. Get hip with the waifu laifu. Don't, there's no reason to be resentful. Take it from someone who's, who's been to both sides. The waifu laifu for laifu. All right. Uh, is the raffle done? Yes. Um, Who won? The yeah, the winner was Wimpy. Wimpy. Yeah, Wimpy Simp. What... All right, Wimpy Simp, you have won the torso. DM me on Discord your shipping information. You don't have to use your real name, uh, but I need your shipping information to pass along to the sponsor, and you will get your free torso from fondlove.com say 15% by using code turd when you buy any one of their fine sex toys and I've reviewed a lot of them so if you have any questions about any of their products check my review playlist I probably reviewed it and you can actually watch my review so wimpy simp please contact me with your information otherwise if not we can we'll give it away next week if nobody claims it but Ideally, I'd like to get this off my chest. All right, all right. Let's br let's bring on. We have. Well, we we'll go over. Okay, so I we normally end the show at three hours, but uh, let's bring on the guests. Bring let's bring on both guests and let's just fucking see how this shit goes. Okay, I hope it works better than I think it's going to go. But yes, let's do it. All right, so fucking dumpster have, fire okay, time. Okay. Hold on, I got to put right. on the dump. Let me put on the dumpster fire background. Okay. Literal dumpster fire. Okay. Um, this guy, 420, um, is, gun is uh, guest number four, and guest number five is uh, Raving Lanatic. So, um, okay, so this is the story from this guy. Four oh, hold on. Waifu. Waifu privilege. You're triggering the heel out of the chat. Funny how chat cons spend so much time in MGTOW chats. It's like they are trying to convince themselves. Oh, are they getting triggered by the fucking my chibis? Fucking get over it, man. Fucking cartoons. Oh, it, or is it like the whole waifu laifu and the doll thing? Seriously, man. Like, yeah, look, they're all yours, buddy. Why do you care? If I'm if I'm fucking a doll, that not that more pussy for you? You should be celebrating this. I'm a hero. I'm giving you all the pussy. Anyway, go ahead. Oh my god, never mind. Read the sex toy reviews on Amazon sometime. Wives and girlfriends buying their men silicone pussy asses because they want to have less sex or no sex. Pickup artists BTFO. 
Oh, that's true. Uh, in fact, yeah, married men actually consume more porn. It's fucked up. No, like, I feel bad for these guys who, you know, they bought the lie, they put a ring on it, and they live in sexless, loveless relationships. An oh idea for the last guest and Apoc. Convert to Islam. He can get his passport back by saying he wants to go to Hajj. If Uncle Sam says no, cry discrimination. Hell lie about Hajj and go somewhere else. If possible, take a plane in Saudi Arabia. That's... That's fucking brilliant, by the way. That's fucking think... That's some out-of-the-box thinking, Celestino. Well done. All right, let's yeah. bring on the guests before Celestino idea. interrupts us. <laughs> Shogun, you there? Okay. We lose you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. It's just that every time someone I know. messages me and I have to re-pull up the notes. Okay. Well, let's just bring the get. Who cares? Like, just bring them on. We're already... No. Let's just let Come on. We already got the dumpster okay, fire background. Let's go. Okay, here we go. So, um, this guy, 420, he says, Hey, I just want to update everyone on my situation since going MGTOW and being part of the monkey business community for more than a year now. And I'm sure that there are more than a few members who would like an update on the crack on whack off segment. Um, okay, so yeah, he also says, uh, not giving a fuck has, has made my life happier, but uh, people are starting to think that I am uncaring arsehole because I used to make the polar opposite. It used to be the polar mm -hmm. opposite. Uh, total arse kisser. Um, it's starting to cause tension in my daily social interactions, and I'd like some advice. And moving on to the last guest, um, this is what he has to say. So um, so he's a, a colored South African who was born um, after the end of Arpathid. He's also He is here to talk about... You mean apartheid? Topic. Is that what you Ar meant to say? Arpathid? Yeah. <laughs> right, I keep... Forget whatever. Anyway, uh, race, okay, okay. Number one, race All politics. Right. While, yes. While growing up in South Africa, that is not a black black African. Uh, since he uh, number two, since he currently resides in Russia, he has made Arab Muslims living in Russia, and here is the best part. Now, oh God, uh, you're breaking up really bad. All right, Shogun, you're breaking up really bad. Just bring the guests on. So we got uh, this guy 420, and we got a guy from South Africa. Great. Let's bring him on. Cause okay, that's your, micro your microphone. Just bring bring him on. Your microphone is shit. Get it. Stop. No, stop getting Max. Max are Max are hot lava. Avoid the right, avoid the Max. They're, they're hot lava. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Yes. Hello, oh, sir. I'm ro Am I roboting? It says robot. TFM is robotic. You're breaking up a little bit. That better? I restarted my uh, my voice meter banana. Yeah, you're good. Actually, okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, so for those of you who don't know, let me give you the quick down and dirty about this guy 420 when he was on the show probably like, I don't know, close to a year ago. Um, so you were pining after Almost. this. Yeah, so you had this, you had one-itis for just a massive slut and you followed her around and she got you into drugs uh because she was a big druggie 
and she got you into drugs because I don't know you thought it would bring you closer and you finally when she went from like a nine to a seven or a six you finally got some pussy and it was just the most disappointing thing it's like waiting your whole life for so you know what it's like I have a story I know I'm wasting time there when I was a kid on Halloween my the, my bus driver was giving out chocolates you know the little bags of little Hershey's you know, like bite-sized chocolates. And he told everyone, don't eat it on the bus. And I saw all the kids taking, eating the chocolate. They just uh, immediately ignored the bus driver, ate the chocolate, threw the candy wrapper on the ground, couldn't give less of a fuck. And I was like, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm not going to eat my chocolate. So I held on to my chocolate the entire bus ride, and I was going to be a good little boy, and I was going to hold on to my chocolate. And then we, I got off the bus, I opened up my chocolate, and it was melted because of the body heat from my hand because I held on to the chocolate. And from that day forward, I never did the right thing again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, so there, there you go. So you, you waited for this fucking whore, and then you finally got some fat post-wall druggy puss. And uh, anyway, okay. So now what is what has changed since uh, over – it's been about more or less a year. What, what – Give us an update on how you're doing. Uh, mentally, I'm uh, better than ever. I'm more confident and more happy that, happy than I've ever ever been because uh, I basically just, I just don't give a fuck, you know. Just your doctrine of just not giving two shits. Yep, it's it's freeing. It's so absolutely freeing when you just don't give a shit. Oh yeah, it's 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 fucking amazing. It's it's revolutionary. Yep, man, everybody's breaking but, uh, up. I, uh, you're breaking up too. Mm, so, you're up a lot on my end. Oh, it's not I just, it's just there, oh, it's, I thought it was just me. It's just Discord. Okay, yeah. well, I could I could restart Discord. Sometimes that helps. Should we should we do that? Perhaps. Or, uh, I don't know. Well, if it's everybody. No, if it's everybody, it won't. Restarting my Discord won't help if it's everybody. Okay, it says everyone. Okay, I'll restart my Discord. Just, Give me. Let's just, let's just power well, through. You can restart your Discord. Well, I'll restart my Discord. I'll be back in a few seconds. Every, every fucking time, man. All right. So, sorry, everyone. Let me restart my Discord. Womp, womp. Doop, doop, doop. I did get the shipping information from the, the raffle winner, so we won't be re-raffling oh next week. All right, I'm back. Everything should be better. That usually fixes it. Actually, yeah, you're coming through loud and clear now. It's good. All right, there we go. All right, so what's up? I restarted mine. Oh, <laughs> God, God damn it, Shogun. Unplug your microphone and plug it back in. All right, <laughs> let's... All right, so you've... You've embraced the zero fucks given lifestyle. You're happy. You're free. You just, you know, whatever. But you mentioned that people are accusing you of being a selfish asshole because you used to give in to their every demand and now you're just don't give a shit. And so they can no longer take advantage of you and they're trying to shame you. Yeah, except it's it's not friends. Any friends that I've had problems like that with, I've I've done I've been done with for years. It's it's my family now. It's All specifically right. my specifically my mother. Uh, she right. is just uh, she is like uh, 
it's, she's like a shark, like with blood. As soon as you mention money, she just turns into a snarling animal. She's like, in the last two days, she's snapped at me like twice. Like, as soon as money is mentioned, she just loses her fucking mind for a second. Because usually she's usually kind of placid because she's like. All right, how old are you? How old are you? Uh, I'm 33 years old. All right, why why are you putting up with your mother? Uh, yeah. uh, my mother has kind of turned me and my two brothers into trained dogs. Okay, well, tell her to go fuck herself. That's how you deal with that. Look, oh, here's the thing. I look at it this way. Uh, we're all God's children, right? That's what the Bible says. So I don't have any special loyalty to you. Just because I fucking came out of your vagina. So if you if you try to fuck me, not literally, hopefully, I'm not talking about incest, but like if you try to st- you know steal money from me, manipulate me, take advantage of me, I don't give a shit. I like I would put up with your shit just because we're related any more than I put up with anyone else's shit. So if you want, if you think that like I'm gonna put up with your bullshit because we're blood, you can go fuck yourself. Well, I, so, I, I know I I I, I no okay. I, I totally understand. I totally understand that, and I, I, I'm moving towards that. I have my a good friend, uh, the one of the main people who helped me uh, help to convince me to get rid of the fucking crackhead bitch. Finally, he wants to help me like get completely away from my mother and be completely independent on my own. You know, well, look, right look. Now, here's you need to have a conversation. So I've had this conversation with my grandma. Now, my grandma, when my mom abandoned me. I live with my grandma. I lived with my dad for like less than a year. Things didn't work out with me and my stepmom. I ended up living with my grandma and grandpa. My grandpa died of cancer, so on and so forth. I actually have a good relationship with my grandma. But she tried to pull some shit. She tried to manipulate me and tried to use crocodile tears to to get money out of me. And so I had to have a conversation with her. And look, I know what you're doing. I don't appreciate it. Are we going to like this is going this is not going to happen. So, you know, turn off the crocodile tears. We're, you know, just talk to me like a person. I don't respond. Like, again, think of it like a tantrum. If you don't like tantrums, stop rewarding tantrums. When I see parents giving into their kids' tantrum to shut them up, they're basically telling that kid, I want you to throw more tantrums because that's how you get what you want. Instead, when someone throws a tantrum, if you punish their tantrum, then they'll stop throwing a tantrum. But there's a, there's another key. If you want to maintain the relationship with the person, you punish their tantrum, but then you give them a better way to get what they want. So I've actually done this with women. Not, not This is actually, I did this with a girlfriend. So this does work. So I was dating a girl. She tried to manipulate me using emotions and sex. And I told her, first of all, uh, when she tried to manipulate me, I told her, not only are you not getting what you want because you use this manipulation, but your this X, Y, and Z is going to happen because you use this manipulation. In the future, here's what I want you to do. If you want something, I want you to tell me what you want. And if I, I promise you, if I don't have a good reason to say no, I will say yes. And she tested me at first. And she asked me plainly, and I told her, sure, I can't think of a good reason to say no. Why not? And then she learned, oh, I can just ask him. I don't have to manipulate him or anything, and we can just talk like people. So you punish the bad behavior, and then you explain why she's being punished, and then you give her a better alternative to get what she wants. 
And now there were times where I said no. I explained why I was saying no. And then she tried to use sex to manipulate me. And then after the sex, she asked me again. I'm like, no, I said no. Thank you for the sex. But the answer's still no. But, you know, whatever. Um, I'll, I'll take the sex, I guess. But the, the point is, is I'm not saying have sex with your mom. I'm not saying that. No one misconstrued what I'm saying. No. What I'm saying. What I'm, I, I, it has to be said. So much fucking incest porn going around. I have to I have to somehow qualify this these days. My point is though, Wonder you need why, to you know. when you talk to your you need to have a conversation with your mom. You need to explain to her that this behavior is unacceptable, that not only are you not going to get what you want every time you act this way, I'm going to give you the opposite of what you want. However, here's how I want you to approach me. This now again, this is assuming you want a relationship with your mother. If you value the relationship with your mother, that's how you approach it. If you don't value the relationship with your mother, just tell her to go fuck herself and never talk to her again. Done. Uh, no, I understand all of that. Uh, the entire rant, I completely understand. The problem is she has monetary and financial leverage over me right now because I'm living in a place that she purchased and that she mortgaged that I'm renting out. But I owe her a bunch of back rent because I was working for her at delivering at the place that she owned. Oh, God. Okay. And All right. Well, then she's your boss. God. All right. Yeah, so I I, I, I'm, not do, I'm not working for her anymore right now. I'm working on an, at another job to get away from all of that and out of the place I'm in right now. Because if I stay here, I'm going to be her fucking slave forever. And I understand that. Okay. Right. Okay. So just do that. So, so what yeah, you do I, is. I'm already working on it. Yeah. All right, so what's the problem? You just like, look, if she has leverage over you, you you're stuck. So change the, the situation and then tell her to go fuck herself. Yes, that that is the plan. That is the plan. All right. Well, I'm glad we have this talk. Well, and uh, and I have other things I wanted to talk about as well. Uh, just a quick update what, on What on happened the to the it, South it, African guy? I thought we were going to talk about apartheid and the Dindus and the Fucking civil. War. I thought we we're gonna like. I was gonna play the Helms Deep music. The fucking <laughs> the Dindus coming like, to South. I, I was trying to get to that, but everybody just kept cutting me off. So I said, you know what? Screw. All right. I'm still but here. Anyway, but okay. Yeah, you're still oh. here. And I oh, do want quiet. him to sell you this because because this is what I've been trying to tell you. TFM. He has a literal dead hooker. Well, but now we're we're already over three hours. We don't have time for dead hooker stories. I know. No, I have an almost dead hooker story for fuck's sake. All right. Sake. Okay. This guy's more funny. Come on. Okay. Like, what? what is your thing? Because I want to get to the other guest. Okay. I'll be real quick. Okay. So, quick date up the end of the bitch. I talked to her for the first time in like a year, a month ago over the phone because I was like morbidly curious to see if she was still alive or not. Uh, is is and this she the, was still alive. Is this the chick that you fucking pined for all those years? Yeah. I pretty much dumped her like a fucking bad habit. Like, almost two okay. years ago now so uh yeah after about a year of not straight of not like not physically seeing her you know because mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately we live in the same city so like we don't cross paths but well a few times we do but it's fucking it's fucking awkward because i haven't seen her in a year and she goes to hug me and it's like uh what the fuck are you doing i i mm -hmm. don't talk to you anymore yep all right yeah but uh oh uh i was gonna say one uh -huh. last thing, real quick. All right, right. Sorry. Uh, she told me she now has skin cancer. Her scleroderma has uh, come back, 
which is it's like a horrible disease that causes your internal organs to crystallize slowly. And uh, she looks like a fucking looks like a fucking uh, uh, refugee, like a fucking gaunt ass refugee. Like, holy crap. Like, she's, there you she's go. So, fucking, so horrible looking. Like, I can't believe I ever stuck my dick in that. Like, I, I bet now she's, and, but I bet I bet now she's ready to settle down, though, right? Yeah, she's been calling me nonstop lately, and I, I <laughs> now she's to, like, I, I'm ready to settle down now that I'm dying of cancer and I look like shit. Now I'm ready for you. I just needed yeah. to grow up. I needed to get the wild years out of the way. Yeah, no, she's been calling me all the time lately, and I, I just look at my phone and I laugh because I don't, I, I fucking don't give a shit anymore. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what? It, it's better to, like, you know, here's the thing you should do. Here's the best revenge. Get a doll that looks like her in her prime. Oh. And, and then send her a picture of it. And then be oh, like, oh, I'm, wow. I'm fucking, fucking like the ghost of Christmas past instead of the, you, which has become the ghost of Christmas future. Wow. That's, I'm, I'm I would, uh, that now. Wow. That would be I, fucking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That would. Phil. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I would laugh. I would. I would probably laugh myself. I'm, I'm gonna I, fuck, I'm gonna, I. If I do it, I will fucking. I will straight up send you a picture of it. I will fucking. I'm oh, not even kidding. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> oh man, I, that's. I mean, that's like a prank video. Just to see the fucking look on her face. Well, you won't see it. Yeah. You'll probably just. She'll probably just. Uh, Probably cry, honestly, but that's fine. Tear, just you know, yeah. her tears are, are basically her, her eyes laughing. You know. Anyway, her okay. Te- her tears will help lubri- to lubricate my dick as I fuck the doll. <laughs> okay, yeah. That, that, <laughs> this went to a this went to a dark place. Let's speaking of dark okay, places. Okay, meanwhile, in South Africa, the Dindus are overrunning everything. All right, so uh, I'm Raving Lanatik, and I'm just going to jump in to the Diduku story first. Okay. So um, I'm studying in Russia, and uh, I came here in October last year. So the Diduku story happened in New Year's, New Year's Eve. Me and a bunch of my South African friends and some Russians decided to go to a strip club, and the strip club is like a town away from the town where we are studying. So we had to take a train there. And you know how like strip clubs make all their money from selling drinks. So we just decided to get drunk on the train on the way there instead of uh, paying for the drinks at the strip club. So we, t- we got there already turned. So like, you know, at strip clubs, there's kind of shady ass strip clubs where the strippers actually fuck. So they're lookers, <laughs> but right. Uh, the, the twist it's a, is it's, it's a strip only, club with benefits. The fuck, they, they also sold cocaine. Oh, okay. Oh, you went to the good strip club. I went to the, like, you're going to take a two-hour train. You know we're going to the the good strip club. There you go. You you pay anything from, like, 30 to 50,000 rubles. Uh, But obviously, we're students, so we can't afford to fuck. So we ended up just getting dances at the private table. Throwing those hundreds, even though whoa, hundred whoa, whoa, you went. Hundred rubles wait. is a dollar fifty. Hundred rubles is a dollar fifty. You went to the good strip club where they fuck you and do cocaine, and you, you got a lap dance, but you couldn't afford. What? Why did you bother? Why did you bother going to the good strip club? Well, I, you know, I've never been to strip club. I just went along, 
I never met the Russians. I only know knew the South Africans. So I didn't know I was end, ending up going to this place where they fuck. I just knew, oh, we're going to the strip club. And then I got there. I found out they're fucking and doing co- and selling cocaine. But anyway. All right. My, now, my, I'm ready. The, I'm ready for the, chapter two. All, all the Russian strippers are like nines by Russian standards. But right. like in South Africa, our nines are South Africa's servants. Like, and all, so then we're there for like half an hour, hour and a half. And then um, this girl, the, the, this one stripper that I was um, giving us a private dance, she left and then she, she went to go dance on the main stage, like where the bar is. Mm-hmm. And she's dancing then and all of a sudden she passes out and falls off the stage. And the people are going to the trying to resuscitate her, the trying to wake her up. I end up calling the ambulance. Uh, and they, they're trying to resuscitate her. She's not waking up. She's not getting up. She's not responding. And then uh, eventually the EMT show up and they're trying to resuscitate her. They're trying to uh, wake her up. And then by the time they actually took her away, I was already getting a dance from someone else because I just moved on. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you don't want to you don't want to waste the atmosphere. I'm just because a woman's died doesn't mean you can't get your rocks off. So the, the EMT, <laughs> holy we, shit, we, we, we were so drunk. We were so drunk at that point. We didn't care. So the EMTs took away. Uh huh. I can't confirm hundred percent what happened after that. But for the, we, I'm gonna take some liberties for the story, and we're just gonna assume she didn't make it. <laughs> okay, for the purpose of the story, we'll assume she she later died. I mean. Coked out uh, hooker strippers. We're just gonna assume she died. Just oh you know, why not? Well, there you go. Uh, just a quick pro uh, tip. Uh, I remember there was some clubs in like uh, the California area. Like, uh, don't ne- never mix Viagra and ecstasy. You will die. Oh no, you will die. Yeah, you will die. You will straight up die. Just so you know, just a little pro tip because we're talking about. You know, strippers and ODing on drugs. Never mix Viagra and ecstasy. You will die. All right. So. Okay, so um, the second thing I wanted to talk about was um, race politics in South Africa. So, like. Oh, shit. I'm colored. And for uh-huh. those of you that don't know, I mean, in America, colored is like a slur. But where I'm from, it's its own ethnic group. So, I'm not, I'm like, if I came to America, I'd be black. But colored isn't black. Like, you know, Trevor Noah? He's an example. So um, you're like you're Khaled. you're you're like Mitchell. not yeah you're not like fucking you're not a full orc you're like an orakai you've been bred by Saruman <laughs> in the 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 bowels of Bolador the crossed so like, orcs with goblin it's not men. just mixed race it's not just straight up mixed race people like it's mixed to the point where it's its own ethnic group. Yeah, it's separate from black, black. Right, yeah. so, like the orakai yeah. are separate from the orcs. I get it. Yeah, so like in the post-apartheid picking order, blacks come first, and then coloreds, and then whoever else like Indians and Asians, and then white people. Mm-hmm. So like after 1994, everyone that's born after that is called born free. And basically, everyone who's born free, we were the guinea pigs for the Rainbow Nation experiment you know the progressive utopia that <laughs> dreamt up all those black yeah communism is totally going to work this time guys and so on paper like we're the most progressive constitution you can think of like 
KE marriage and everything. Oh yeah. You know, uh, it's in practice, you know that stuff never works. No, what? Communism doesn't work in practice. What? This is the first I've heard of this. I'm I'm joking. Communism never works. TFM's robot thing. Oh, am I? God damn. That better? Alright, so um... Alright, so are you there? Hello? So um pretty much the entire generation are all gives me like it's a whole meme like if you're born after 2000 you just entitled like and it's only a black people thing like black people are so entitled the government owes them everything and like mm -hmm. our constitution isn't like it's a next level commie constitution like that like you have a right to a house you have a right to food you have a right to free health care it's all there right everyone wants the house everyone wants, that's why they're burning the universities because they want free education so mm -hmm. the whole generation is the gives me right Okay. But the twist is there's no feminism because uh, everyone is in the government, everyone is, has institutional power. Black people have strong pumpkins. Yeah, well, there's no reason. So feminism. Like, they still sell their daughters for cows. They still tell the women, shut the fuck up. Like, well, the, feminism, feminism infiltrated uh, the universities. Am I. Can you not hear me? You know one thing. I'm roboting again, even though I restarted my Discord. Sure, started my voice. Okay, no, man, it might it might be you. I don't know. Uh, what I was gonna say was, feminism is a communist tool to soften Western civilization for communist takeover. Once the communists take over, they kill all these useful idiots. Like uh, everything's a tool. The, the, I mean, oh, well, you look up look up the Frankfurt School and critical you, theory and everything. You don't twenty percent of the population. It's it's not the same. What do you mean? They, you can't kill all the useful idiots if it's a majority of your country. Like if it's a minority, like in America, maybe you kill well, the you, idiots. You but... you kill the useful idiots that oppose you, or and you manipulate the ones that can be manipulated. Hey TFM, they're making a documentary about that nightclub. The tentative title name is Die Hard. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, I think there was a... I don't know. It's, you know, a, a strip club is just a sad place to be anyway. And then you got these coked up strippers slash hookers ODing while they're dancing. That's just... The fact that you got a lap dance afterwards, like she's on the floor pop, probably dead, and you're like, yeah, baby, work it. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> God damn. All right. Okay. What can so I, say we were drunk? I I know that's all the greatest stories start out that way. All right. So you have this communist, uh, you know, racial politics in South Africa. Everybody's entitled. Everybody thinks everybody owes them something. They're burning the country down, wanting their free shit. And then what? So pretty much that's why I ended up coming to Russia. Like. I, I want to be a doctor, right? So I wanted to study medicine in SA. But mm -hmm. um, you know how they mark down Asians to not get in? So they pretty much did the same thing to me. And I couldn't study medicine in SA, so I just came. Uh, <laughs> well, because well, you were you were colored, you weren't fully black. They want only yeah, the... Like they they, they, they need... take points from your, from your admission school. 
off based on like your color. So black people getting the easiest and then white people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing's like lower standards for doctors. It's not like they're important and people's lives depend on them or anything. Well, you know what they say about the person uh, that graduates med school at the bottom of the... Uh, yeah, they, they the call him doctor. Well, well, the problem doctor. is, is yeah, they call him doctor, but they ha here's the thing, they have to graduate. So what they found is they lower standards, like in America, they have lower standards if you're black or something. Uh, so you'll get into college super easy, but then you'll fail all your classes because you, you're too fucking stupid to be there. The reason why there are college admission tests in the first place is to weed out the people who won't make it. They're too stupid to graduate. So lowering the admission That's standards cool. to get them into the college and then watching them wash out because they don't know what the fuck they're doing, that doesn't benefit everyone. It just wastes everyone's time and it takes opportunities from people who actually know what they're doing and will actually finish the program and actually do the job. But... It feels like the right thing to do to just give these seats to people who shouldn't be there because of their skin tone. So pretty much as far as um, communism goes, I think politically speaking, if you look at South Africa, it's just like five, maybe 10 years behind from America. So the, 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 the feminists don't have uh, institutional power yet, but they're really taking over the universities. And pretty much everyone that's part of my generation, by the time they are working age, by the time they uh, start working in government, then uh, feminists are going to have institutional power. I, I don't think South Africa is going to last that long. <laughs> I, I think, think so. yeah, you're gonna, here's what's going here's what's gonna happen. The fucking Dindus are going to pour over the gates in Helm's Deep, and they're going to either drive out or kill all the white people. And then that entire country is going to turn into Zimbabwe. And the same exact fucking thing where they, they killed all the white farmers and everyone started starving because no one knew how to farm. And they're like, I thought farming was like, you just, you just, just it grows out of the ground. It's like, no, dumbass. There's like skills involved. Maybe if you didn't kill all the farmers and drive them off, you'd know that. But you're too fucking stupid. And then Zimbabwe's like, we need the white farmers to come back. Like, no, fuck you. Fuck you. Enjoy starving to death, dumbasses. That's what's going to happen to the South Africa. It's literally the same thing. The exact same sequence of events that happened in Zimbabwe will happen to South Africa. And my only desperate hope is nobody helps them. Let these fucking retards kill each other and starve to death. Stop helping them. Stop Just sending them food aid. Stop Stop declaring a humanitarian crisis and coming in there and saving people from their own fucking stupidity. Let them suffer the natural and predictable consequences of their actions so that someone actually learns their lesson. Because these fucking dipshits will never learn unless they suffer. They need to hit their rock bottom. They need to realize they're fucking retarded so that they stop doing stupid shit. And uh, that you can't... You cannot help them if you keep bailing them out. If you keep giving them humanitarian aid. Yes, they are going to die. Good. This is what they wanted. They wanted a communist government. What happens to communist government? People starve to death. That's what they wanted. That's what they voted for. That's what they demanded. So let them starve to death. It's not a humanitarian crisis. It's called fucking nature purging the fucking stupid people from the earth so that the rest of us can actually, like, do something worth a shit without these 
fucking dumbasses dragging us all down. You know, the worst part Sorry. is, like, some of them actually march around with t-shirts and caps with Mugabe's face on it. Yeah, they're fucking stupid. Again, there's, they're, they're you can't fix... You, you can't fix stupid. On the white man. Of course, of course they do. Every time, every time communism fails, it's capitalism's fault. I've talked to people who told me with a straight face... Venezuela wasn't real communism. You know, it's actually capitalist, and that's what, so we need to try real communism. And I just like, I just want to grab those people and just fucking throw them out of a helicopter because you can't fix the stupid. You can't fix the stupid. You can only kick it out of a helicopter and watch it fucking cleanse itself as a textured stain on the floor and be like, oh, finally. Finally, the world is rid of your stupidity because you're now texture coating the floor where you belong. Stupid is like AIDS. There is no... Right? That's the other thing. What the fuck's up with all the AIDS? You know how many, how much AIDS... Like, South Africa has, like, the most AIDS. They have all of the AIDS. <laughs> yeah, it is like... A right, it's like... Down there. They have all the AIDS. So it's like, just let them die of AIDS! Nature is trying to do the job and you won't let your life trying to cure the AIDS. You're always trying like stop it. Like nature is trying to help you. Listen to mother nature. It's trying to help you. It's all the AIDS is there. All these people they're like we want to die. We're doing everything to die. Stop saving us. It's like yes, just let them die. Let them suffer the consequences of their fucking stupid AIDS communism. Let them die. We'll all be better off. I'm listening to everyone has AIDS at the moment. At the moment, it makes you funnier. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's that's my take on South Africa. Is it's as soon as their white purge is done, they will go. They will go straight to shit. It'll be just like Zimbabwe. And yeah, they'll blame everyone but themselves. They'll they'll call for more comment. And I just I just don't help them. Don't help them. No one help them. Let them suffer the consequence of their actions. In fact, you know what? Like, line the borders and keep them from escaping. Because they'll try to fucking... Like the Venezuela. People from Venezuela fle are fleeing Venezuela to countries like Mexico, and they're turning Mexico communist. And they're coming to America. It's like, fuck these people! Like, stop... Like, you fucked up your country. Stay there and die. That's what that's the consequences you voted for. Don't come over here, bring your fucking bullshit. Cause like no, we don't want your bullshit. You fucked up this country. Stop it. And they're like, oh but uh, no, no, there's no no nothing. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking communists. I fucking hate communists. Speaking of communism and AIDS, look at California. It's got full. That's, you know, it's like, it goes together. Like, California's got communism, it's got AIDS, and it's got shit on the fucking street. That's the fucking, like, the hat trick right there. Do you have communism? Do you have an AIDS epidemic? Do you have shit on the fucking street? What country are you in? Like, the thing is, it's every communist country! That's an every communist, it's like, you have communism and AIDS and shit in the fucking street! And it doesn't matter how rich your country is. It all goes together. It's like you fucking can't have one without the other two. All right, I'm done. Uh, you just had to cut out at the end for me.
Oh well, oh, I'll okay. catch it on the replay. It says but, it says yeah. I broke di- it says I broke Discord, so I don't know. It was good. Yeah. It was good. That that was okay. an excellent rant. Uh, oh god, I'm, it says I'm roboting again. Oh fucking Discord, man. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. Let me restart my disc my banana again. Okay, well, okay. Uh, so, do you have any last words? I, 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 I got nothing left. Hello? Oh, I can't hear the guest. Guest? Nope. I, I can see his icon. Oh, he dropped out accidentally, and I moved him back in. I forgot to oh. unmute him. Oh, okay. I just wanted to know if you. Uh, oh, so I'm, I'm roboting again. Gee, fuck, man. Is Discord? Okay, sorry about that. Why is Discord hate me? Okay, sorry can, about can that. Can you talk? Can you? Am I on? Yeah, you're yeah, on. Sorry, sorry yeah. about that. Sorry, I, I didn't sorry. know you were kicked or muted or anything. Um, I don't know if you heard anything I said in the last couple minutes, but uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, just to paint a picture about um, SA. At the government hospitals, they have signs up that say it's not a crime to report rape because the rape rate is so high. And then, like, on the walls, they have, like, murals that say they have, like, a picture of a little kid. And then the kid will say, please don't rape me. It won't cure your AIDS anyway. Uh, you know, it's, it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. is No, that that's true. It, know, this sounds fucking insane. In Africa... They're so fucking stupid. They think raping a virgin cures AIDS. And so they rape like children and babies. It's like, again, these are the people that we send food aid to because it's a humanitarian crisis. They're fu- they're raping babies thinking it cures their AIDS. They're stupid and they're fucking pedophile rapists. Stop helping them. Let them die of AIDS. A lot of them, a lot of them don't even believe AIDS is real. They say AIDS is a myth. AIDS is a myth. It's a, it's a, it's a social construct. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh god. I got. There are no words. There are. You know, all I can do is hope that you know when the fucking the helm the Battle of Helms Deep happens, enough of a dent is made in the population that maybe some progress can be made in that shitty fucking country. That's what happens when your IQ on average is between 70 and 80. <laughs> oh, and that's God. the saddest part. It's the saddest part because they have so much natural resources. And we... Right. Well, no, yeah, the, the, the commies... The, big red country. the commies always go for the countries with the natural resources. It draws them. It's like moths to a flame. Uh, whenever there's a country with natural resources... Look, Venezuela was the breadbasket of South America. And so all the commies went there and they destroyed it and now they're spreading out. It's a, they're a fucking virus. They're a fucking virus. And you you know what? You can't fucking you gotta kill it. You gotta kill the virus. You gotta fucking take the drugs and fucking kill every single semblance. Purge it from your system once and for all. <sighs> all right, now I'm all I'm all worked up. So but okay, is there anything, any last words you have before we go? Oh, did we lose the guest again? Oh, oh no, he's here. It's just, he's just, um, he's not saying anything. All right, oh, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Okay. Do you have yeah. any last words? You want to hear a story about a guy with eight wives? 
Okay, what's the punch? Okay, so the guy I date wise, what's the punchline? Okay, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, I got nothing then. Is okay. That's the punchline. Was that okay? Was that it? He just had a. What? Well, did anything happen? Did it, did they have like fucking massive orgies where he had like a wife on every fucking finger and one of one one of them was riding his foot and two of them were on his face? Like, how does that even work? Nah, each wife has their own house, so like. He and then there's like the main wife is the main house, and then each of the other wives have their own houses, and he just moves it out to each house and then spends some time with each of them. Oh, so it's like sister wives. That's boring. See, this is why I was talking. I went. I I have some like Muslim guests, and I always want to know like, could you have like a threesome if you have more than one wife, as long as you blindfold them and everything? Like, have some kind of you know S and M bondage burqa. And yeah, it's 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 okay. Like as long as they don't see each other, it's okay to have an orgy. But they they can't see each other, and it's it's like I guess borderline haram to have a a polygamist orgy. But what's the point? Why have more than one wife if you can't have an orgy? If you can afford it, then you can afford. I know. I mean, the guy the guy had so many kids. Like if you asked him how many kids do you have. He, You'd have to think about it like he couldn't tell you. They had like 50-something. Right. Yeah, well, you know, that'll do it. All right, man. Good times. All right, man. I'll talk. Thanks for stopping by the show. Peace. All right, peace. All right. Uh, so we are, yeah, we're over, but whatever. Let's. I didn't hardly answer any questions. Let's answer some questions before we end the, end the show. All right. Okay, here's an investment question. So let's change gears. Let's talk about investments. Uh, after setting up an IRA, contribute to a 401k and invest in a home, I'm at a loss of what to do with the income moving forward. What do you recommend for a guy who's not really into material possessions to grow his money for living? That sweet, retired, mountain life man loved the show. All right. So if you've set up an IRA and it's fully funded, which means you're contributing 6500 if you're already contributing 10%, towards retirement you're basically done if you're living a low if you're if you're living a very modest lifestyle because that's what you like you're already rich if you're living the lifestyle you want to live you are rich so if you have modest goals if you want to live in the woods and you know whatever then do it so if your money is already working harder than you you are retired you can leave and you can go do whatever the fuck you want so you don't have to wait until you're in your 70s. You can just, if, you're, if your money's already working harder than you are, go do whatever the fuck you want. Now, if you like your job, there's no reason to leave, but you don't have to. That, and that's freedom. Like doing a job because you want to do it, not because you have to do it, that's completely different. It's a completely different mindset than doing a job because you have to. Because if you don't, all these horrible things happen. But yeah, you're sound like you're doing the right thing. Um, if you have extra money and you've basically you've invested for retirement, but you have this extra money, you want to know what to put it in. Just I don't know, start a business. Honestly, like because there's no tax benefits. If you've already maximized your retirement income, there's no additional tax benefits. So think about investing in a business. That's probably the the best way to grow your money. Um, and it's it's basically found money at that point because your retirement is already fully funded. And this is basically extra money. So, you know, fucking big players make big plays. Go do something great with it. All right. 
We'll do two more questions and then we'll end the show. Uh, okay, no. I want some good questions. Okay, no. To the potatoes. All right. Um. Okay, this is a short question. I won't count this. Why do incels say that MGTOW is a coping mechanism? They're projecting. Look, again, whenever if an incel or a TFL or once brought, TFM's an incel, are you just in denial? Define involuntary or in TFL, define forced. That's the key. MGTOW are not involuntarily celibate. They're voluntarily celibate. They're not forced to be lonely. In fact, MGTOW aren't lonely. I'm not lonely. Do I look lonely to anyone? Fuck no. I'm not lonely at all. I fucking do whatever the fuck I want. But uh, yeah, you go. You think what you want. You project onto me if that makes you feel better. But look, here's the thing. Uh, projecting your bullshit onto MGTOW isn't going to make you happy. Just give up this bullshit. Fucking walk away. Go your own way. Learn about MGTOW philosophy. It'll change your life. Don't project onto MGTOW your hangups like misery loves company. MGTOW aren't miserable. You should stop being miserable. Come come, come on. Come over here. Come where the party is. Stop being a miserable fucking incel. Let me, let me drop something in here. Um, okay. Not all MGTOW, not all MGTOW are celibate. You idiots. Yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, um, yeah, I know. MGTOW who date? Human date. Yeah, human I as date. a girlfriend. Yeah. I know. Yeah, human as a girlfriend who date. There's only two qualifications to be MGTOW. One is no cohabitation, and the second is no marriage. That's it. And, you know, it's like, it, it, it really pisses me off. It's like, you guys have no fucking idea. We're the ones who are fucking your wives, mothers, and girlfriends, you assholes. Well, we are the ones yeah, who are there. I, Their pussies are dripping for us, okay? <laughs> and I know that because I have personal experience with said situations So that I found out about later. So don't be sitting here pointing the finger at MGTOW. Just because TFM has made some choices, that's fine. We're, there are those of us who are still dating, pulling it in if we so desire. So you guys are full of absolute sh- shit. We could have mad pussy if we wanted it. We choose not to have that and for, because we don't want to take the fucking risk. So go oh, fuck okay. yourself. You're, you're getting oh, way too passionate. Okay. Getting okay, sorry. Further. I'm getting passionate. Jesus Christ. You got got okay. to dial it back, APOC. Dial it back. Okay, mind if I add something okay. in here yes, really sir. quick? Okay, uh, go ahead. Now, these guys who love to think that MGTOWs are just a bunch of incels, just remember, you'd be amazed at how many of us are among the top 20% as far as income earning goes. Now, I mean, some of us have had their ups and downs financially, but hey, I mean, even now well, I'm back in that percentile. So so you can well, say what you want. I don't care. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, MGTOW, we have a lot of very accomplished professionals in this community. Like, we have, yeah. we have practicing lawyers. We have doctors. We have all kinds of people. So, yeah, it's really, it's kind of yeah. funny. There's a reason why people tend not to fuck with MGTOW. Uh, it's it's like it's a, not quite at the Scientology level of like, but it's not a generally good idea because you don't know who's a MGTOW. Like it's a fucking Fight Club conspiracy. You don't know who's uh, you don't know. You know, trust no one. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, but, uh, you good just times. Don't know. It's, but look, it, I don't care. Uh, the, the, the whole incel TFL projection thing, they're hurting themselves. You know, like they, they want to stew in their bitterness and they want to 
project onto MGTOW and try to pull them down with them. And the thing is, I want to pull you up. I want to pull you up to where I am. And you're trying to pull me down where you are. And it's like, you're only hurting yourself. Just let go. Let go and come up here where the sun is shining. It's nice. They're sex dolls. They're very attractive. All right. Um, I'm trying to find a good question for the last question. I'm just having trouble. Uh, okay. Um, okay. This will be a lot. We'll have a nice joke question to end the show. Why are Indian guys so thirsty? You know what, though? Here's the thing about Indian guys. You will never. Indian guys are proof that PUA doesn't work. Because what is the whole thing about PUA? It's all about confidence. You will never find a more confident person than an Indian guy. Indian guys are the most confident men on earth. They have no shame. They will absolutely approach you and ask for your fucking Bob and Vagine. They don't give a shit. They ooze confidence. And no one fucking cares. Because it's, it, it is what it is. Uh, India is super cucked, super gynocentric. The entire society is basically, a, it's as bad, if not worse, than Canada, the UK, Germany, Sweden. Like the laws in, in India are so fucking cucked. It's insane. So they're basically, imagine India, not all of India, I'm talking like southern India, like Bollywood type of India. Imagine an entire country of, of male feminists. That's what India is. It's pathetic. Now you go to like a place like Nagaland, which is in northeastern India, completely different. Because India is a pretty big country. They actually have diverse ethnicities. But most of what we think of as India, super fucking cucked. So that, that's their society. Indian men need, need to fix their shit. It absolutely is out of control. And if they don't, honestly, like, Pakistan is right there. So, you know, we talk about how the Muslims are taking over Europe. Muslims actually have to travel to Europe. Fucking Pakistan is right there with India. And they already have a long history of wars. So if India thinks they're going to, like, last... With this shit, it's not it's not going to end well for them. They are not. Pa you know what? Pakistan's fertility rate is like six. The the Pakistani fucking population is like tripling every generation. While India is shrinking because of the you know a feminism. So Pakistan has this f shit in the bag if India doesn't pull their fucking head out of their ass. And that might actually you know for all the shit we talk about like you know war and everything and Mad Max. It might actually be India and Pakistan that actually starts the whole thermonuclear exchange because India might just be like dying. Pakistan invades, they launch nukes, and then fucking that's all she wrote. So all the shit we're talking about isn't going to amount to shit because everything's going to be done in by Pakistan and India all over Bob and Vagine. That's how it, it always ends. It always ends with a Bob and Vagine. And only Nagaland will be left standing. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how many nukes Pakistan has, but maybe, maybe not. Okay. Um, okay, so one more question. This will be a last question for the show. It says, earlier in the show, you mentioned the globalist agenda is to feminize the world, but you said you don't think that will happen. What are the reasons? Okay, so, yeah, the globalist agenda, they're trying to feminize Islam and everything. The problem is the West is going bankrupt. And Islam is not, they're, they're not going along with the agenda. Because look at the UK, look at Germany, look at Sweden. They're bringing the patriarchy with them. 
there's there's a video I showed of it was in France where they went this reporter went into a French no-go zone where the men basically run shit and they don't give a fuck what the law says they have their own court system they have their own police these sharia patrols where they walk around enforcing sharia law and they don't give a shit what the french think and if the french police show up they they're attacked if an ambulance shows up they're attacked so the french government leaves them alone in fact i just saw a report i, th- I want to say this week they're t- they're seriously talking about giving the muslims in france their own country within france letting them self-govern uh, because they, I mean, this is the first step to just complete capitulation where they basically become second class citizens in their own country. So the globalist agenda was, oh, we're going to bring in all these Muslims because they're the only ones having kids, but then we'll give them feminism and then they will uh, they'll, they will submit and, and become whatever. And the men, they keep their pimp pan fucking strong. And you're like, well, what about in Saudi Arabia? They're letting women drive and shit like that. That's true. But look at places like Pakistan. You look at pl- even the, the immigrants. They come to Western countries like Sweden and France, and they're actually more patriarchal than in their home country. They are not putting up with shit. And these Western countries, they're fucked. I mean, again, France is talking about giving them their own country within France, creating a self-governing microstate within the country of France. That is fucking... That, they're basically admitting... That they're fucked. They're just trying to basically... They're creating a peaceful transition from what we know is France to Frenchistan. That, that's all they're doing. They're just, they, they want to avoid the all-out war. And they're trying to create a peaceful handoff between the native population and their new Muslim overlords. So, feminism is a self-correcting problem. And this idea of feminizing Islam, it's not working the Muslims are like they're creating their own micro states where they enforce Sharia law, where they go around grooming children and raping people. And if you say shit, they go on a murder spree. And so the government doesn't know what to do. They have to import them because they're the only ones having kids, but they're not feminizing. They're not going with the program. So the West is absolutely like they have this plan and it, oh, it didn't work like a lot of fucking commie plans. It just, it didn't work in reality, worked on paper, didn't work in reality. So now look, this whole like bringing the, the Muslims and, and Westernizing them isn't taking. So what do you do? You're, you need to you need to bring your population back up. That only happens if you take women's rights away. That only happens if you abandon communism. So, look, Western men, you don't have any good options here. You either you take women's rights away and save your way of life, or you know, as Reagan said, you take your first step into a thousand years of darkness. You won't take that step. Your daughters and wives will take those steps. You'll be killed. By the way, you're dead, but your wives and your daughters will be taken as the war brides and rape slaves of their new Muslim overlords. And, you know, and that's it. Here's the thing. An economic collapse is preferable. Like, Venezuela is, is going to collapse. It's basically, it's hanging on by a thread. When it collapses, the people of Venezuela will still be there. They'll rebuild. They'll be Venezuela. The culture and the people and the history of Venezuela will continue. There'll be this footnote of, hey, remember when we tried communism and it really didn't work? Ha ha, those were some crazy days. But when you're demographically replaced, it is over forever. There will never be a French people again. The French people are gone forever. 
France will be lost forever. The French society and culture and way of life and ethnicity will be gone forever. Never to return. Just like the Aztecs. And that's exactly how that happened. The Spanish came, killed the men, fucked the women. That was the end of the Aztecs. That's what's going to happen to Western Europe and Canada and even America. It's happening in Detroit with Michigan because of Dearborn. It, like, you think it won't happen to America? It will happen to America. The same goddamn thing. Who's having kids? The future belongs to those who have babies. If you want your people to have a future in this world, your people need to have babies. And if your people aren't having babies, you need to ask why. And I promise you, if you open your fucking eyes and you do just a little bit of research, you will find the answer is not because men are watching porn or they're fucking hentai animus and they got sex dolls. That is not why there's no babies. The reason why there are no babies is because women don't want to have babies. If it was just porn and sex dolls, I mean, how many guys, like let's say half the population of men would rather fuck a sex doll or a robot than a real woman. The other half can easily impregnate the entire female population. One man can impregnate several women. The only reason why women aren't having kids is because they don't want to have kids. And, and ask them, just ask a woman why don't you want to have kids? And they will tell you they're focused on their career, their way of life, or whatever. They don't give a shit. Attacking men, attacking porn and sex dolls will not save the West. You have you to take it? women's rights away. It's the only thing that will work. So here's a number that should wake people up who live in America. One third of all new babies are born to illegal immigrants. One third of all babies born in this country are born to illegal immigrants. Think yep. about that for a second. I know. One well. Third. Look, I'll, when all this shit is gone forever, I'll be dead. Uh, this isn't about me. I'm happy. I'm living the lifestyle I want. I have everything I want. This isn't about me. I'm actually, I mean, people say I'm this arrogant, selfish asshole. I'm actually yeah. trying to save you. I'm trying to save you. But you have to help, like, fucking, one of these days, like, it, it, look, it's, I don't know, tick tock. Time's running out. Eventually, eventually, what's going to happen is these Western countries are going to become like South Africa. And there's going to be the fucking the Battle of Helm's Deep, and that's going to be it. And after that, it's all over. And it will never rise again. That'll be, that'll be it. And it'll be your fault, because who gave women rights? What societies believed in egalitarianism? What societies created the Enlightenment? It was European societies. So you have no one but yourself to blame. Nobody forced you to give women rights. Nobody forced you to believe in absolute bullshit like women are equal to men. You and not only did you choose to believe it, you enforce it. And you attack people who point out that it's fucking stupid and it's leading to the death of the West. And you attack them and get them banned from shit and call it hate speech when they're trying to save you. They're trying to prevent war and trying to prevent your way of life from being permanently destroyed. And if you, look, if you deplatform me and kick me off of YouTube and whatever, I'll be fine. But you'll be fucked. I'm, do, I'm trying to help you. But, eh, you know, I, I can't, I, I can only help who wants to be helped. Anyway, man, we've been talking for a while. It's already, like, we're already 50 minutes overdue. So, 
Um, we're going to just we're going to end the show. Uh, congratulations to the winner. Um, shout out to the sponsor Fond Love. Say fifteen percent code turd. Uh, shout out to our other sponsors. Of course, the Dollhouse, our primary sponsor. Uh, Women have rights. Men have responsibilities. The Amazon book. Flying Tigers gear. Get your stainless steel groin cup. You don't want to get shanked in the dick during purge day. You want to make sure your dick and balls are protected because you're going to need to repopulate after you know after the purge. There's going to be a lot of leftover women. They're going to need your your seed. And if you get stabbed in the dick, you know, then it's all over. So protect your dick and balls with a stainless steel groin cup from flying tigers. And of course, shameless the book of shame thirsty for those of you. Who were into the hip hop and the the raps and the all the in the ill flows, then you got the shameless dabs. Alright, I guess I guess that's it, man. What a long show. So I hope you've had fun. Thank you for everyone who's watching and supporting on stream.me. And um, we'll see you next time. Anybody have any final words before we go? No? Nope. Alright. Uh, okay, good. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, good show. It was longer than I expected. It was. And um, I'm just glad we got to everything. All right. All right. Take care, everyone. Fellow Americans, today we declare our independence from not only meatbag women, but from having to convert American dollars to British pounds in order to buy love dolls. The Dollhouse is now international with a new American franchise. DC Dollhouse. If you live in Europe, continue to do business with the dollhouse, but if you live in America, you can now go to DC Dollhouse where the dolls are priced in US dollars and measured in feet and inches. Now you can browse the dollhouse's selection of love dolls and enjoy the customer service that the dollhouse is known for, all without having to pay additional shipping or currency conversion fees. God bless the dollhouse, and God bless America. Click on the link in the description and get started today. Trying to go out, get a lady every single day. If she ain't getting freaky, get up on my way. Imagine owning the greatest love songs of all time. Presenting the latest album from Shameless Dab, The Book of Shame, Thirsty. Featuring such timeless classics as... Rashida Jones, Tanache, Jeanette McCurdy, Megan Fox, Stacy Dash, and many more. Need a rich nigga, she done trying to waste time. Niggas still in love, cause they saying love is blind. Yes. She'll give you goosebumps like a name of Arlstein. Yes. Yeah, the best model, she the top of the line. Yes. These timeless classics cannot be found in stores. You can only get them from Shameless Dab's Bandcamp account or YouTube channel. Links in the description. This is Shilestina here to tell you about Flying Tiger's gear. While TFM is preparing his hand-to-hand -hand combat skills, are you getting ready for the coming purge? Here is something you might not have considered. What are you doing to protect your dick? How are you going to repopulate Western civilization once you've purged the cucks and feminists if your balls are damaged? This is why Flying Tiger's gear offers a steel kickboxing cup. Sure, you could use it for martial arts, but let's be real here. 
When Sementifa dipshit is trying to shank your dick, do you want the only thing between your manhood and cold steel to be a piece of plastic? I didn't think so. You need to protect your dick during the apocalypse, right? So check out Flying Tiger's gear on eBay where they offer the aforementioned steel groin cup, as well as sell lots of martial arts and kickboxing gear if you're into that sort of thing. Thank you for your time. Oh, sweetie, I'm sorry for saying the wrong thing. I thought I was being romantic. How could you say such a thing? I have a right to be angry. Please, can you just calm down and talk about this? Talk about what? You are responsible for my feeling like this. You are responsible for everything that goes wrong in my life. I have the right to behave any way I want to from now on, you insensitive pig. What do you want? I want everything. I want everything. I want everything. Oh, God! I want everything. 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 I the missus is always right. I, I need I to change. Everything. I want everything.